<sighs> I'm baby. <laughs> it's a downtime episode. Yeah. Would anybody like to go first? I'm not going first this time. I think I went okay, first I last time. I went first nope. last time. I'm just saying, I'm not going first this time. Also, there's a plane in the background. That sounds like Ape is going first by Fiat. Um, I don't have anything. I got distracted. Well, we could do my thing for you, and then you can think of a thing in the, the interim. I, I'm sorry. I am absolutely obsessed with finding this fucking scene from the movie Stealth. Well, can you delay it long enough to do this thing and then think of a thing for us to do? A great personal damage to myself, maybe. I'll take that as a yes. So, Edwin Steiner. It is currently early May, which means that the, uh, the year is winding down. Uh, it's getting pretty close to finals week. Not quite there yet, though. But in the... Uh, it's one of your upper-level classes. Um, just like, I don't know, robotics motion planning, which is a real class okay. that I have taken. Today, of all days, you have a new student... She's probably not actually here to learn. But presently, there is a government agent sitting in your class. Oh, wonderful. Well, I'm just going to pretend like I don't know them and just carry on as normal. All right. I mean, what do you want me to do? Stop the class and point them out? I don't know. I'm just going to pretend... Like, no, this is fine. This is normal. I, If they want to do arrest me, they will arrest me. And if they don't, they just want to talk. That's fine, too. I don't care. I'm just going to get through my class. Yeah, no. Like, she's, she doesn't seem like she's here to pick a fight or nothing. She, she just showed up in one of your classes today. Yeah, right. The government, I can go where the hell they want, I guess. You can uh, you can finish your class out, no problem. Just assign whatever Just sort of... Jargon, jargon, garble, garble, tech, the bullshit. <laughs> uh, Denevit, Hartenberg, tables, etc., etc. <laughs> then she stays after once class is over. <sighs> so, um... I'm going to assume you aren't here to sit in on a lesson. Uh, what do you want today, Miss Arius? Well, sitting on the sitting in on the lesson was honestly half of it. I was interested to see how you, in particular, teach a class. But uh, I can't say I'm here for anything official. Just um, keeping tabs. Hmm. That's a little bit much. I just, you know, I don't want you working down here, but I, I do want you working. 
And so I, I figure it might be nice to get to know someone I'm working with, in a sense. Hmm. Well, um, honestly, um, this is a rather busy part of the year for me. The classes are winding down. I have a lot of work to do, so, um, not to be rude, but unless there's something you are actually asking of me, I do have to get to work here. Oh, well, that is unfortunate because I honestly don't have anything in particular. Well, it sounds like I can't officially, I can't in any real capacity stop you from sitting in and watching as you have already done, but I will ask you not to disturb my class. Oh, I had no intention of that. This is the end of the year, finals are coming up. Term papers are due, you know, projects, all that sort of thing. It's a busy time of the year. It's end of the semester, end of the term, you know? I understand. I understand. I I wasn't planning on disrupting your classes at all. Hmm. Just wanted to, I don't know, maybe buy you lunch, talk to you in your free time. Well, I would not be terribly opposed to that, but... Um, what... What time is it? Say it's sometime in the two o'clock hour. Well, we've missed lunch for the day, but perhaps an early dinner. I don't know. It's maybe tomorrow. Catch a rain check. Uh, that's what you get. That's what they say. Rain check. I think yes. Yes, they do say rain check. Are you? Hmm. Are you asking me for a rain check? Well, I mean, you're here now, I suppose. You've taken time out of your presumably also busy schedule to interfere with mine, so... There is... God, I'm loath to say this, but it's the only restaurant I can think of. <laughs> There's a dumpling place I like to grab lunch at. It's not far from here. But, um, well, not... Actually, hold on, let me ch double-check the map. Because I don't want to say walking distance, but... No, it's it's walking distance from my lab, right? That's it. Well, so from your lab to the uh, the spot is like, like 30 seconds. Huh. Yeah, yeah, from my lab. But we're at the school. We're at Caltech. Like... I, I can switch over to like the the secret lab map, or the like your your lab is like the entrance to your lab is like here, right? It's like a, a thirty second walk from your front door to their front door. But for uh, hold on, I mean, I'm, Caltech's got to have like a cafeteria or some other kind of got like a subway in there or something. But now I want to know, so... Mm. <laughs> Fair. Give me a minute. Uh, from Caltech to Shandong Dumplings is a nine-minute walk. 1.7 miles. Nine minutes may fairly well, brisk. No. Thir oh, Thirty-minute walk. Nine miles, okay. Yeah. No, 1.6 miles, so about 30 minutes. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's right. That's about right. Okay. So, no, not walking distance. Um... I mean, you do own a car. <sighs> do I want to get in a car just to go nine miles? Just to go to just to go a mile and a half? <laughs> <laughs> there is a place extremely nearby called Pie and Burger. Pie and Burger. Old-fashioned joint serving daytime fare like classic burgers plus milkshakes and fruit pies. I'm not going to lie, that sounds pretty awesome. Hmm. It is a four-minute walk from Caltech. Let's just... Uh, There's a little burger joint about four minutes of walking distance. And honestly, I... Just going to go there and grab a salad and some tea or something. Whatever you want to talk about, we can talk there, I suppose, or just on the way, or... That sounds lovely. Let's do that. Wonderful. So you can pack up all your things and make your way down. Uh, on the On the walk down, she asks you, so how did you get wrapped up in all of this um well it was sort of believe it or not random chance I happened to be walking nearby where um Emery and Magpie were dealing with a situation and I was in a position to help and I could and I did and it's just kind of happened Partway through you saying that, she pulls out a, uh, like, she's, she's dressed, like, super casual today. She actually has, like, uh, like a sundress on with a purse instead of her usual, like, very government outfit. And out of her purse, she pulls, a, like, a very small moleskin notebook and writes down something in it and packs it away. Oh, good. We're keeping notes. Wonderful. Well... Nothing about you. I just never heard the little one's name before. I want to make sure I don't forget that. I don't think that's her actual name. That's just what she calls herself. Eh, it's better than nothing. Hmm. You know, normally I would I would have thought you would have someone who would like to know a person's name before you shoot them. Well. Oh. Oh. Did Grant not tell you? Technically, yeah. I did tell them in like, like I, I off camera it. Uh, I would have told them, but that doesn't mean that uh, Steiner can't still be extremely angry about it. It's entirely possible that Steiner just forgot. He's an old man. <laughs> it's not that old. <laughs> not even 50. You called him a boomer. <laughs> sure, but a but you can call fucking millennials boomers if they're being old assholes. Yeah, fair. Ah, uh, I don't want to play this. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he did forget tell me, and I just forgot or something. I have no clue. Cause I straight up forgot out of character here. To be fair, I kind of washed over it. I was like, oh yeah, Grant would have told them like in between yeah, stuff. And we that, never actually role played it. Yeah, that didn't happen in podcast, so it's not real. 
<laughs> it's like fucking queer people in Harry Potter. If it's not in the text, it doesn't count. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that Roxanne isn't trans because I haven't mentioned it yet? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of. I just don't see why we should make a big deal out of it, which is why I've literally never brought it up. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Okay. So we're just going to play this as no, Grant did not actually tell me. So far as I'm concerned, yeah, no. No. Grant was so mad, he kept it to himself. No, I don't believe he did. All right, let's hear your side of the story, then. Huh. Ah. Oh. I must have pissed him off worse than I thought I did. Okay. Well, the, uh... The man who shot... Magpie, I suppose, did so against my orders. Everybody had explicit orders to not only not fire at any civilians, but definitely not have live rounds in their guns you're supposed to be stun only when you're in a crowded place like that and since that time I have had him removed from the unit placed on unpaid administrative leave and he is currently undergoing trial on my recommendation to be jailed for firing on a civilian against orders. Hmm. Now, he was under my command, so I do bear a level of responsibility for his actions. But it did very much happen against my order, and he is being punished for it to the fullest extent that I am able to arrange. I have no reason to believe you, but uh, for some reason I actually do, so... She's fine, by the way. Yes, he did tell me. Oh. I was... I'm quite relieved to hear that she continues to be fine. Hmm. Yes, you are lucky the... Lucky I happened to arrive at the time I did, and... was able to patch her back up a little bit. So. She actually stops walking and turns to you and says, genuinely, thank you for that. Well, I didn't do it for you, but I appreciate the concern now, regardless. It's been like, it's got to have been like four minutes, right? Yeah, sure. Definitely at the pie and burger. I don't come here too terribly often. I don't generally... F I just usually hit the cafeteria. Honestly, I point against me. I usually just grab a cinnamon roll or something for lunch. But a nice sit-down meal. She will be nice for a change. Sure, sure. Uh, it, is a, it is a little late. I'm probably just going to get a milkshake. Hmm. I am a fan of milkshakes. Don't get to have them too often. Yeah, that's fair. It's one of the nicer little American inventions, I think. A simple, just milk and ice cream, but 
comes so much more. <laughs> I know what you're yeah. referencing. Having <laughs> flashbacks to that stream right now. <laughs> so is the accent not inherited? You're actually from Germany. Uh, I was indeed. I have lived in America for about 20 years now, but I was born and raised in East Germany. Hmm. Wait, wait, did you say, did we decide East? I think it has to been, it was East, wasn't it? Yes, we said okay. East. And then uh, you said good. represent. God, East Germany. <laughs> yes, I moved over here back in, um, 89, actually came down for a job and that job fell through and I just did odd jobs for the various years until eventually I got picked up as a professor and this has been working quite well for me. Hmm. Oh. I'm, uh... I'm glad to see that you're able to keep the teaching job going despite your other work. I know some people wind up not having any lives outside of that. Eh. It's... Everyone has to have a hobby. <laughs> uh, at least I'll have the watercress salad and just um, unsweetened iced tea, please. You are rung up. Uh, she she orders a chocolate milkshake and pays for the both of you. No. I have to admit, uh, the whole concept of iced tea was very just strange at the first but I have grown to quite enjoy the drink it makes sense this is a warm country and tea is always good um, not super sold on sweet tea though but I do like a little bit of sweetener and lemon but if they if you order sweet tea it's just always like it's it's basically they hand you syrup and I just it's too much it's too much it, it is it is frequently just uncarbonated soda mm-hmm but just a little bit of nice cold tea, a little bit of sweetener and some lemon in there. A nice refreshing drink for a hot day, I will admit. You Americans do a lot of stupid things, but this isn't one of them. <laughs> uh, you're a lot more personable than I thought you would be. Well, I have two charm. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I do actually enjoy talking to people when I get the chance. I don't, I mean, I, I don't really think you can be a teacher without being a people person, but still, it's a character that is not my experience. <laughs> okay, fair. I've met some shitty, yeah, I've met some shitty teachers too, but. Well, at least I would like to think that if there are some people, some of them which work alongside me, that I do not understand why they chose this profession. But still, I enjoy the work. And it's a bit of a challenge sometimes, but, you know, what job isn't really? Hmm. So did you just come down here to get to know me a little better, or...? Is this just a personal thing? Yeah, just... I wanted to get to know you a little. Hmm. Well, that is fair. I, uh... I tried to get to know... Mr. Harrison a little. I can imagine. That did not go quite as well. No, not at all. Yes, I believe he is 
pointed a finger directly as you as the face of an entity that he absolutely despises, so... Yes, uh... I don't know if he's told you, but apparently at one point we picked up someone he was in a relationship with, and he hmm. is very much not over it. Well, no, I imagined he wouldn't be. So yeah, that will... It's, um... Put quite the temper on any potential uh, working relationship, I imagine. Mm. Huh. So what was the what were they doing? Honestly, no idea. Haven't had the time to look into it yet. It happened in New York, and I was not working in New York at the time. Hmm. Well, again, like I said, you are a face he can put to an enemy, so... Well, whether he's on board or not, I'm hoping I can get him outvoted. Hmm. And we come back to the crux of the whole thing. So. Hmm. So I know why you got started. Why do you keep going? Well, there's a young girl I know who was attacked by one of the first monsters I dealt with. It was a... some sort of African sort of vampire relation thing called an ad... was it? An, a days? Odds. A, a dot, odds? An odds. It's spelled A-D-Z-E. I know, it's weird. And she was attacked by this thing and drained quite a lot of her blood and she nearly died in the hospital. And... She now kind of follows me around on occasion, sort of, like a little lost puppy. Um, on another occasion, it was um, a woman uh, petrified by an extremely large cockatrice, who we actually managed to unpetrify. Um, so he is now walking around alive, and not a statue. Uh, there are... Um, let me see, hold on. Da, 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 da. I'm trying to think of everyone personally that we actually have saved, and it's just like just a couple of nameless people that the um Dybbuk were going the after. The Rangers. Yeah. You you saved Rick and Claire, you saved Kevin Deertrin from being possessed. You didn't save Rabbi Melhado, you just got him involved. There were a couple of we rangers. We literally saved time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of rangers that were also endangered by the odds. There was a man possessed by a serial killer. We managed to remove it from him and destroy the be the, the being. And just a whole lot of had just a whole lot of other people that I've never actually met and never will that are still walking around alive because we were there at the right time. So that's um that's a large part of it and I will admit personally that I've kind of find this thing sort of thing exhilarating in its own right. So a lot of reasons, but there you go. I don't know if that's a satisfactory answer for you, but and I just kind of shrug. It's plenty satisfactory. You are... 
You're, I said before, you're a lot more personable than I thought you'd be. You're also a lot more altruistic than I thought you might have been. It's very mm. interesting. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy, I don't like watching people get hurt. Despite, well, I can't actually say that because it would reveal too much. I don't actually watch, like, <laughs> I don't like watching people get hurt, but. And. That's fair. Like, privately, he's singing to himself, and I have a lot to make up for. <laughs> and then he's also thinking, oh god, I hope she can't read my mind. <laughs> then he's thinking, wait, if she could read my mind, she'd arrest me. And then he's thinking rubber baby bunky bumper rubber baby buggy bumpers <laughs> to try to get her to laugh. Yeah, it is it can be really difficult seeing people get hurt. Yes. Just innocent people caught up in this sort of thing. Uh, which is why I'm not well no, I can understand why. I but like I would have thought you would like would want to have more people uh, just have eyes out for these sorts of things. I can understand why you don't want us working. We don't follow your rules, but uh, and I understand what why you are doing what you're doing. But you can understand why I want to keep doing what I'm doing. You think you're filling some sort of role that we can't. Just... We have access to information. We've been... This organization has been doing this for, I think, longer than DATA has existed, so we have a little bit more expertise, I think. But... I don't want to butt heads with you, but I think we can catch things that fall into the gaps a little more effectively than you can, maybe. You know what? Roll me manipulate someone. Okay. Uh, to charm. That's an 11. That's an 11. <laughs> well, now what? Huh. Well... I do admit that there are there are restrictions on our protocols that I wish weren't there. And you do manage to skirt around them quite thoroughly. Although from what I understand that's that's more of a function of this place in particular. A lot of other raven cells tend to deal a lot less liberally with people who find out and don't want to join up. Yes, I've heard something along that line. I believe Emery has a particular distaste for, what was it, the New York cell? Our, our files do say that they are from there. And we also have had some contact with Henry Way that mm. didn't go great. It's a name for... I keep hearing and never in good never in God, what is the word? Good 
it's never positively. You know, thank you. Yes, I forget. I I've lived here for twenty years and I forget words sometimes. But yeah, yeah. I I do hope that you never have to meet him. He is quite unpleasant. Well, let's just let's let's hope. Still, still. But hmm, I don't. Mr. Harrison is, I don't think, ever going to like you. Um, I don't think Emery and Magpie are going to be easy cells, but perhaps we can work some sort of easy, uneasy truce out, or well, preferably a comfortable truce. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm going to be keeping a much tighter grip on what my soldiers are using in your presence. We appreciate that. And I will... I'm not so naive as to believe that I'm going to be able to convince you all right away to stick to the desert. I don't think that's going to happen anytime in the next couple of months. Hmm. But I'll see if I can't... Um... I'll see if I can't make it a fair fight when we when we meet each other down here. All right, uh, that's more than I uh, would have expected, actually. I don't think, hmm, I don't think I would consider to be friends, and likely will never be. But you are a decent person, and I can respect that. I do my best. Well. This has been a perfectly pleasant lunch, but um, uh, I'll pick up the tab if that's all right. Uh, she already paid for it. Oh, you sup when did you? Hmm, sneaky. Well, I suppose <laughs> I owe you one then. Next time, I guess. Sure, you can get it next time, which means there's definitely going to be a next time then. Eh. I'm not going to actively seek you out, but if you're around and want to talk, I'm not opposed to it. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's been something. Something close to a pleasure. <laughs> sure, sure. Have a pleasant day, Mrs. Arius. Yeah. Likewise. Or misses. I think it's always just miss. miss. Yeah. Yeah. You uh good luck with finals week. Hmm. Uh, I can I need all the luck I can get. Ah, <laughs> uh, so who's next? I'll go if Colin doesn't want to go. I'm fine with going second, so I just like I just out of Curiosity. I just didn't want to go first twice in a row. So. Uh-huh. Ape, out of curiosity. It's just like, what exactly did that role get me? I like, I know that we're a little bit on better terms now, but like, is there like any actual in-game effect to that? There will be. <laughs> uh, there are, there are absolutely going to be hunts that will have your team and their team like actively pursuing the same subject and the subject isn't going to be some effectively unkillable mass murderer. 
It's not Matt. He killed like a dude. I mean, yeah, he would have killed more. Yeah, fair, but like killed a lot also, more. That one dude probably really wishes he hadn't been shot in the head with an arrow, but yeah, but you know, so the, in the in the encounters that I have planned, y'all uh, y'all might find yourselves having a little bit of a better shot with with it. Neat. So who's next? Uh, I'll go next. Okay. I just realized they didn't want to go last, so yeah, I'll go next. Okay. Do you want to do your thing or my thing? Also, Ape, use this fucking time to think of a thing. Okay. Uh, Let's do your thing, because I don't want to end on... It always feels like these downtime sessions end on doing the Deadlands stuff, and it always seems like it drags on super long. And I don't want to take up an hour while everybody's falling asleep. So, let's do it okay. now rather than later. Yeah. So, we're, we're doing things a little bit out of order with uh, with Roxanne, because normally I like to do every other downtime be luck events, but I've, I've talked to Chloe a bit, and we're doing two luck events in a row for her. So, Roxanne, you have decided it is time for another trip into the Deadlands. Yeah. Yeah. Getting sick of waiting. <laughs> Getting a little impatient. I just want to get it done. I did not think of which Sultan to ask to come with me, but yeah. Yeah, so you can get to headquarters and it's going to be the same sort of, it's open like just a couple of hours every day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I assume that uh, Roxanne probably said, uh, told Magpie and Emery in, in advance that she wanted to go out again soon. And like, mm-hmm. we already worked out how that stuff works. So yeah. <laughs> Roxanne went out and bought some actual clothes to go out, uh, to actually go out in, like clothes to walk in and comfortable shoes. Finally. <laughs> and I guess she just uh, shows up at headquarters then on at the agreed time. Mm-hmm. Magpie lets you in. Just going to casually look at the Dead Man Sultan's list again. <laughs> oh god, I should have thought of this ahead of time. Yeah, maybe. Take no, Washington with it. you. Take Washington. I'm not taking Washington with me. Fuck Washington. <laughs> um, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck Washington. He's not even real. He was a slave owner. Exactly. Yeah, uh, no, I know who I want. I know I'm going to ask to go with me. Assuming he's there, I'm going to ask King Arthur to go with me. Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Emery makes you a a sack lunch to take into the Deadlands. It's <laughs> it's only gonna last one lunch, but be a nice thing to start your trip with. And single lunch. And lunch. 
Magpie gives you a big old hug and makes you promise again to come back in one piece. I promise I will come back in one piece. No shenanigans. <laughs> you better. And then you can get back into the palace, no problem. And say Arthur and Osman are up on the thrones right now. A great act to ask in front of somebody else. <laughs> in front of the guy that you took with you last time, in fact. Yeah, I'm sure you won't mind. You won't last time. <laughs> you had your turn. It'll be fine. Roxanne's just going to casually walk up and say hello. <laughs> finally, finally dispensing with the formalities a little bit. I like it. Getting, getting a bit of a backbone. What is this newfound bullshit that Roxanne is on? Could this be <laughs> confidence? Ah, sounds fake. Character development. What the fuck? No, this is this is a podcast. There's no character development. Sorry. <laughs> so the the two of them, once you say hello, they will look at you, look at each other, look at you, and then they will both hop down off their thrones and land in front of you. And as soon as Arthur finishes being on the ground from his jump, he will dip into like a deep nightly bow and Osmond will just sort of like smile fondly at him. Roxanne curtsies, but only because King Arthur is there. <laughs> Look, if he's going to keep up this night stuff, then she should at least oblige. Sure, sure. Uh, hello. I would ask you how you were doing today, but, uh, once again, there's no day here. I keep running into that. We are much the same as we were the last time we spoke. Right. Um. So I had thought that I might go out again into the Deadlands, and I saw the two of you, and I thought I should. It would... Uh, be sensible to take somebody with me rather than just going out. And so, um, Sultan Arthur Pendragon, would you please accompany me on the my trip to Elysium? Assuming we make it today. He, like, full-on gets down on one knee, takes your hand, and says... It would be my honor. Oh, God, I forgot he did this. <laughs> this is the kind of guy who, when he says milady, he's not saying it in a creepy way. It's still <laughs> creepy. It's only creepy because we've made it creepy. <laughs> Roxanne only looks a little bit panicked towards Sultan Osman. Just the slightest panic. Osman fucking winks at you. No, don't do that. Oh, it's worse. <sighs> Sorry. I just saw again Arthur is a Sundere. <laughs> okay. This podcast okay. is canceled. <laughs> oh, what's that? 
Oh, AP, I don't think you were here for that. For the Arthur's the Day that, thing? Oh, I wow. I think that was the day you were out. <laughs> now I'm glad I was. <laughs> wow. No, to be fair, it was very good. It, yeah, actually, it was great. You missed out. Roxanne, j- thanks, <laughs> King Arthur. Calling him Sultan Arthur feels weird. It does feel a little weird to have, like, double titles. Sultan King Arthur. King, King Sultan, Sultan Arthur? Definitely Sultan King have Arthur. Have you ever seen that cartoon, Double King? That's King He's... Arthur right now. Listen. Yeah, but that guy sucked. The Double King was a jerk. Strap in, bitches. He's the Sultan of King. <laughs> I don't get it. Thank you, Ape. You are welcome. I'm glad I buckled in for that. I was thoroughly unbuckled. (laughs) So Arthur will stand and like offer his arm to escort you. Okay, I don't know where we're going yet. Roxanne is going to take his take up his off his offer because there's not so many opportunities you get to be literally escorted by King Arthur, especially nowadays. And he he actually leads you back into the stables. Well, I say stables. It's more the kennels with a couple of stables attached. Yeah. Oh, God, he has so many dogs. How is, am I going to handle this? So many dogs. There are so many dogs. <sighs> How many I gave a specific number for how many dogs there were. Didn't you say so many? I said it was 150 dogs. That's a lot of dogs. It is a lot of dogs. And he loves all of them and knows all of them by name. Even Lancelot? (laughs) We discussed that. Lancelot is the one he's a little bit weird about. Well, Lancelot. The dog, not the person. (laughs) Poor Sir Dogs a lot. <laughs> Sir Barks a lot. <laughs> no, that's Rufus. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. So yes, you, you get back into the kennels and he turns to you and asks, I don't suppose you have any experience with horseback riding. Oh good horses. Um a little bit, yes, actually. Oh, when I was younger, we went, uh, my parents took us upstate and I rode, I went horseback riding a little bit, but, um, I have ridden a tiger now. That is also something that happened. Sultan Osman has regaled me with tales of your journey together. Oh boy, I hope you didn't mention the embarrassing parts. No, I can't think of anything he's told me that I would believe to be embarrassing. Anyway. Ah, yes, I can ride a horse. Hmm. Well, that makes this a far simpler trip. Yeah, um... I suppose you know about my, uh... My ability. Ability to... Teleportation. 
Yes. Yes. Teleportation. I have been informed, yes. Okay. I don't suppose you can take large groups of animals with you. I don't think I can. Um, I've never really tried, to be honest. I I managed to take Sultan Osman and his tigers. I don't think I could take all of your all of your dogs, though. No, I don't think I could take all of them. Well, if it doesn't trouble you too much, I would like to take as many as we could. These lands tend to get more dangerous the farther out we get. Right, of course. I mean, I can... I can try. I just, um... Occasionally there is a misfire. So I just worry about one of them or one of us getting stranded. I understand. Somewhere. Usually it's somewhere I've been before, though. Or at least somewhere nearby. Hmm. Well, these lands are quite flat in most places. It won't be difficult to pick them out if they get separated from us. Okay. Well, as long as you're aware of the risks, I'm willing to give it a try. What manner of knight would I be if I was not willing to accept a little risk in the service of a lady? You're going to make me blush. <laughs> um, well, then, um, if you would like to get everyone and everything ready that you want to take with, uh, uh, want to go with, then I can, uh, I can make an attempt. I can always make multiple trips. He will nod and he will uh, get the. Uh, this place, like the elephant pen, has a back door to it, although it's not quite so large mm. as the ones for the elephants. He will signal for those doors to be opened up and then he will start unlatching all of the kennels and ordering the dogs to group up just outside the doors. And then he, there's only one horse. Oh. <laughs> he will uh, get it saddled. And he will actually, like, muzzle it. And as he does, he says, I will hear none of your nonsense in front of the lady. I can't decide if the horse actually talks or if he's hey. just. Hey. Is this apples? Is this apples? <laughs> I for apples is mine. <laughs> no, I just like the I really like the idea of Cooper borrowing apples from King Arthur every time he summons apples, so Consider me well and truly mystified, even though I do know who Apples is. <laughs> he will, he will escort the house or house horse. He will escort the horse out to where all the dogs are gathered up, and then he will motion for you to join all of them. Okay, let's. 
give this a shot then, if you're ready. He holds out his hand to you. All right. I take his hand and... And you you feel that same sort of resonance that you did with Sultan Osman. So you can make this roll with a plus one. Okay. It is plus weird. So let's get weird. Let's get weird, gang. Theoretically, there is only a 2% chance of this roll completely failing. It's a 10, though, so it's fine. That's fine. So, you focus on the, the point where you were before, and you pull Arthur and the horse and as many of the dogs as you can surround yourself with together through the folds between dimensions. And as you come out the other side, you, you've you got Arthur, you've got the horse, and you've got half the dogs. Wow, half the dogs. 75 dogs. 75 dogs. But is did I get Lancelot? <laughs> you have no way of knowing that. Uh, I'm not going to ask him. It'll get weird if I ask him. <laughs> that went way better than I thought it would go. Arthur looks around and surveys his pack and says, "Yes, you made it sound like you wouldn't be able to get any of them here. This is this is a very good number." Well, things work a little bit differently when I'm here, and I. When I'm near a sultan, things just tend to go a little bit better. So, I'm pleasantly surprised. Hmm. Well, I suppose we should get moving. If you would please mount up, and he and he motions for you to mount the horse. He's on the horse, correct? Nope. Ah, okay. Oh god, am I going to ride on the front? Okay, whatever. Uh, Roxanne, <laughs> do I need to roll to get on this, no doubt, very large horse? Nah. Uh, okay. Roxanne sticks the mount, the horse mount. Nice. It's like sticking the dismount, except without the disc part. So as, as you, uh, after you mount, he goes up to the horse's head, and again he says... Now again, I expect you to treat her well. I will have none of your nonsense during this trip. Do you understand? Mm. The horse fixes him with a weirdly anthropomorphic like glare, but doesn't seem to kick up any sort of fuss. And then he looks at you and sort of motions out in the direction of the mountains and says, Lead the way. Uh, <laughs> Roxanne reaches into her pack to the easily reachable maps, fumbles with them for a second, and just goes, yeah, it's that way. Because <laughs> it's the map. Because, uh, you know, it's the closest looking mountains. Yeah. Like, you you know where the mountain pass is. Uh, by the way, 
the bad headache is happening again. And you can you can tell the direction from that same sort of like fuck off feeling from one certain point. Ah, right. I can tell which direction to go by knowing exactly which direction it doesn't want me to go. Yup. Roxanne motions the horse to go. And the horse fucking takes off like full speed dead sprint. Jesus. And behind you, because Arthur never mounted up. Mm-hmm. He was he was off the horse. But behind you, after the horse takes off, you hear all 75 hellhounds start howling. And then if you look behind you, Arthur and the hounds are in a dead sprint right behind you. Are they keeping up? Yup. Well, I'm not going to worry about that then. Roxanne <laughs> holds on for dear life. So, fortunately, the horse does not fight you, does not make it a difficult ride. It's it's not comfortable because you're still riding a horse at top speed for multiple hour-long stretches. I'm sure they're a perfectly nice horse. Sure, sure. It's not unpleasant, but it's not comfortable, per se. Right. But uh, the the pace of the trip is, again, set by you. Uh, it's It seems like Arthur can just sprint infinitely, and same with the dogs. So Arthur never calls a stop. He just waits for you to when you need to get off the horse and stretch your legs, eat something. Do human stuff. Got it. Yeah, Roxanne probably doesn't really, uh, probably tries to push it because she doesn't want to make a fourth trip out here. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, like, being on horseback, it's easier not to concentrate on how much her head hurts. She can focus on, you know, how much her thighs hurt, how much her butt hurts, how uncomfortable <laughs> this saddle is. Jesus, it's like these undead sultans can't feel anything. Yeah, it's almost like they don't build their shit for comfort. This is miserable. They can have their giant obsidian thrones skew real hard on the form end of the form function scale. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, Roxanne does stop for food and stuff, though. Right. The days wear on, and you are left largely unmolested by the various monsters. Uh, the There are a couple of times when, like, you can hear all the dogs behind you just break out into, like, barking and growling, but nothing winds up approaching you, and eventually the dogs just sort of calm down. You, you have a very effective entourage right now. This is the best. <laughs> but, like, five days in... Arthur calls for a halt and he comes to a stop and the dogs all come to the stop and like the horse doesn't even wait for any instructions. It comes to a stop as well. Yeah. What? What? Um, what? What's going on? If you would 
step off the horse. We may... We may have to fight if I am not able to talk us through this. Right. Roxanne gets off the horse and doesn't pull out her whip yet, but gets ready to. Nothing, uh, nothing happens for the moment. And Arthur indicates for you all to just like walk, just like resume, just take a just sort of leisurely walking pace for a while. And the dogs spread out to surround you, Arthur and the horse. Mm-hmm. And after about an hour of walking, uh, and and it's it's the damnedest thing because the the ground is very flat, so you definitely should have seen this coming, but you didn't until you were like almost right up on it. There's the, there's like a wrecked ship just out here. That's weird. Yep. And he, without speaking, Arthur just puts a hand up and he and the dogs and the horse all come to a stop. He seems to survey the area. Mm-hmm. And then there are the, the sounds of soft footsteps. And out of the ship step three figures. The, the first one is uh, it's very animalistic. It looks to be a uh, it's like an elk. It's got a, it's got antlers, but the antlers are very thin and they like, go almost straight up. They're sort of like fused together and it's its coat is pitch black and its eyes are bright red. Oh normal and Next to the elk is walking this, this very angular humanoid. It's it's human sized and human shaped, but it like doesn't have any facial features besides a mouth. But it is it seems to be like sort of made out of very sharp looking polygons, and it too is pitch black. And then up onto the the top of the tallest mast on the wreck ship jumps this again it's it's humanoid but it's its arms are incredibly long and have incredibly long thin fingers and its head is this like mass of branch like tentacles and glowing eyes okay i said it in text but i want to say it here for the podcast that first one, Bammy's mom got pissed when she got killed. To be fair, I think most things get pissed when they're killed. God, you know what's fucked in Bambi is like the dude's hunting for mare deer, or is that the right? I can't remember right now, but he's hunting doe deer, right? Doe, that's it. Which means he's hunting for food. Not for, like, sport or anything, but dude's trying to fucking feed his family or something. He's not actively being malicious. He's just fucking getting some food. That is fucked up. Power of perspective. Deer don't die of dull old age. I... Now. So, the, uh, the tentacle-headed one stays up 
on the tip of the mast, but the the deer and the angular man approach your little group and the the hackles of the hellhounds the hackles go up growls start happening and Arthur just sort of calls out you three know better than to get in our way just let us pass and the 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 elk and the angular man keep walking up Hey, can I read a bad situation? Yeah, you can. That's always a good thing to do in these situations. Seven. Yep. On E7, I can... I have one hold. Ah, there are two really good questions. Okay, I'm going to ask the best question. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Well, Arthur did say you three. So you're only expecting three. Okay. It maybe not dangers you haven't noticed, but dangers you haven't considered. It's a little weird that the tentacle-headed one is staying so far back. If it comes to blows, that one might be a long-range type. Okay. Yeah. That would be unfortunate. Okay. So Arthur sort of elbows you and says... I would suggest drawing right now. Roxanne pulls out her whip. <laughs> and your whip begins to sing. <sighs> At least the headache is gone. Yeah. Headache does leave. You you just feel warm all over. And the the elk and the angular man come to a stop. And the angular man opens his mouth and speaks without the sort of like lip and jaw movement of speaking the voice just sort of issues out of the hole in his head and it sounds like razor wire and he points at you as he speaks and says we we want that one we haven't had one like that one before and Arthur like full on draws his sword and says you will not have milady oh boy I didn't have any plans to say milady at any point today but then y'all like <laughs> made a deal of it I had I, to say it I once. didn't say shit I would like I would like it to be entered into the f- fucking podcast record but I did not say shit it is known. Thank you. I, I notice Ape has unmuted himself. I'm sure he wants to say something. Oh, uh, I do want to say something, but I also absolutely know that I should not. <laughs> I admire your self-control. So after Arthur asserts that he's not going to hand you over to them, they start approaching again. And the the angular man, his like his hands are they're very angular hands and fingers, but they appear to just be regular hands. But then the fingers all sort of merge together into just like a long blade. Like in this picture that I'm seeing. Yup. 
and then the angular man and the elk approach and then begin to pick up speed and the dogs are now like barking and gnashing their teeth and Arthur just says sickum and then the dogs rush down they rush down the elk animals fight animals well Arthur just sort of blitzes across the ground at the same sort of speed he's been following you on the horse and locks swords with the angular man Mm. and you Roxanne begin to feel a weird pressure inside your head weird how weird like somebody is pushing their thumb into your prefrontal cortex Mm, like a certain branch-headed monster Mm, could be I would like you to make some kind of roll to avoid the attack that's that you can feel coming in right now okay um you say some kind of roll so I assume it is up to me then I guess the most logical way to do this is actually what happens is Roxanne puts her whip away to sort of have that that feeling come back into her head uh-huh and sort of uses that to anchor her thoughts around resisting whatever this effect is inside of her head does that make sense yeah Roll me, roll me weird at a plus one. Okay. How does 13 do? 13 does extremely well. I was essentially treating this as a weird act under pressure. So that does extraordinarily well. You are able to just like push back on it and you can see the, the tentacle headed monster like reel back on the mast and like almost fall off and the the pressure leaks out of your head the pressure from its attack oh yes not the headache the pressure right right Right. obviously that makes sense uh i'm going to press my advantage then hmm this is a stupid move but i'm going to do it anyway that's my favorite kind of move can I try and use angel wings to close the gap with the tentacle-headed thing? You can. I would like you to roll me weird because you're using it in a pressure situation. Right, of course. Come on, can I do weird again? Holy shit. How does 12 do? <laughs> you absolutely can do weird again. Yeah, so you can, where do you want to be? Do I have to be on the ground? No. I want to basically be right above it. No, not like right above its head, but come down on it. I was gonna say, do, do you want to fucking Goomba stomp this guy? Well, no, no, I don't want to like be like sort of at an angle, I guess. Basically, I want to fucking Superman punch this thing. Right on. So yeah, you can you can bip yourself into the space above it and. Use gravity to carry into your punch. Go ahead and roll me kick some ass. The other thing I'm good at. Come on, 12. Nine is also okay. Nine is also okay. 
you you hit it and even without your whip just like in the in the moments before the punch connects the the headache dissolves into the warmth and a light forms around your fist and as it connects this thing like it's it's a fucking nazgul scream the sound this thing makes as you hit it I really wish I'd rolled higher just so I could send it tumbling off of the top of the ship. <laughs> no, but it, it does uh, It does find its balance up here on the mast and like whirls around and slashes you across the chest. Go ahead, take three harm, subtract armor. Okay, and also remember to actually take the harm from last time off. I am at one harm. Yeah. Not going to have a repeat of last time. Okay. Do you want me to just go again then, or...? Yeah, I mean, it's just the two of you up here. Arthur is currently engaged with the angular man, and the dogs are currently fighting the elk. Somehow, the elk is holding its own against 75 hellhounds. It does have some pretty brutal-looking horns. Roxanne is going to pull out her whip again, and uh, she's going to jump off. Oh, am I at the top of the ship with this thing then, I guess? Yeah, you're uh, you're you're up on the masts. Okay, she's going to try and jump down to a lower spot and grab this thing around the ankle with her whip. Mm. Okay, so start with an act under pressure for the jump. Okay, act under pressure, which is cool. Eleven. Eleven. Very nice. Now give me a kick some ass for the whip. Okay. An eight. An eight. All right. So you can, you can, uh, as you jump off, you can wrap up its leg and like use it as the ball on the end of a flail into it, into the ground. Uh, but you sort of misjudge how wide the swing is going to go. And it is able to just like claw up your face a bit on the downswing because its its arms are crazy long. Yeah, they look long. Mm-hmm. So take another hit. Okay. It it extricates itself from your whip and then tries to like rush you down and entangle you in its the the fucking nest of tentacles that make its head up. Okay. Um, I'm not trying to do anything clever here. I'm just going to try and dodge out of the way then. Alright. Act under pressure. Act under pressure. Come on, be cool, Roxanne. You are Apparently. extremely cool. I don't, I don't suppose you advanced that move. No, the only moves I have advanced are protect somebody and kick some ass. Alright. So yeah, uh, you dive roll out of the way. What do now? Fuck it, I'm just gonna hit the goddamn thing. Hit it? I'm gonna hit it until it stops moving. Beat it ass. Fuck his ass, he pass. Oh no. Hey, I got an experience point. <laughs> so it... It's, it sort of understands at this point how you, uh, you use your whip. And it's... It's a lot bendier than it looks. And so it just sort of like wiggles itself around the lash and gets right up in your face. And 
ensnares the whole upper half of your body in its tentacles, and you start to feel that pressure again in a very immediate way. Isaiah is squeezing me to death. Physically and psychically. Right, right, okay. What to do? That's a good question. What do? Roxanne's just gonna try and use her, you know, try just gonna try and wiggle her way free using her, you know, physical strength. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll me act under pressure at a minus one. Okay. Well, it's time for maybe things to get worse. Yep. Yep. Okay. So. You attempt to wiggle your way out, but unfortunately you only get yourself more snared. However, as the uh, as the, the pressure in your head builds to the point of where it's like, it's worse than your headache has ever been, mm-hmm. something maybe a little bizarre happens. Your left arm feels really heavy. Oh, and thing. then it feels really hot. And then just you, your arm is like sort of wrenched back a bit as just this massive Venus flytrap manifests out of your arm and clamps over the tentacle headed monster. Okay, yeah, I could get used to this. And it is, it is off you and it is quite thoroughly snared. What would you like to do now? No, I'm still going to try and fucking kill this thing. I don't want to look bad in front of King Arthur. And it is held very still. So roll me that, kick some ass at a plus one. I almost put another plus in there this time. Come on, give me the good roll. That's a decent That's roll. ten. So what extra effect would you like? Um, I want to go with I suffer less harm. Okay, so you, know, you you bring your whip down into it, and at, as you do, it's it gets some of its tentacles out to uh, and attempts to lash you with them. But the Venus flytrap like opens up a little bit and seems to curve and like clamps down on the tentacles that are coming, and you cleave through the flytrap and the tentacle-headed monster, and it dissolves into light in the same way that the the other monsters you have killed here in the Deadlands have. And then the flytrap withers and dies and turns to ash and just, like, blows away. Mm-hmm. How... Uh, I'll check my tattoo later. How are Arthur and the dogs doing? So the the dogs have managed to wrestle the elk to the ground and are currently tearing it to shreds. Arthur has cut one of the arms off of the angular man, uh, and, but is currently still locked in combat with him. And angular man actually like jumps back, and an orb of shadow just manifests in front of its face, and then fires outward this huge blast at Arthur and he leaps over it. It's, it is another great heroic leap. And he does like a, a 
a meteor strike down into the angular man and just cuts him straight in half. How? So handled, then, is what you're saying. Yeah. Seems the situation seems to be handled. <laughs> Roxanne's going to head back over there before uh, trying to uh, fix up the parts of her that got what got fucked up. The the dogs finish dismantling the elk, and your party reconvenes. Well, that was interesting. We have left those three alone for perhaps longer than we should. They are quite dangerous, but they are usually content to keep to themselves. So are they gone, then? I mean, that elk thing was torn to shreds. Well, I do believe that the one you dealt with is proper gone, but... Ours will return in time. They always do. Well, not to brag, but yes, yes, I, I think I think that one is dead. I guess I just... It's kind of hard to fathom just coming back from something like that. He saw strange lands. Oh, don't I know it. I think I figured out what my tattoo does. Oh, what is my tattoo? How does my tattoo look? So I had said previously that there's there are a number of unbloomed flowers. One of them is in bloom now. Okay. I thought as much. So, uh... <laughs> Roxanne stares at King Arthur dead in the eye. So, uh... How do I look? It kind of got me in the face. Uh, certainly not the worst I've ever seen. You don't appear to be missing any chunks, just a little scratched up. All right. Good, because, uh, I, uh, wouldn't want to come back <laughs> to my friends mangled. Magpie wouldn't forgive me. Well, perhaps if Cleopatra is at the palace when we return, we can do something about that. Cleopatra is going to mangle me? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, th I think if you say it doesn't look bad and I don't feel bad, then I think we're good. Want to get back to it? At your leisure. He motions at the horse. All right, I have to get back on the horse. Roxanne leans over and massages the inside of her thigh a little bit. Okay, <laughs> let's get back to it. So you can mount back up and get back on the old dusty trail. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the uh, the mountains at this point are quite massive. You are, you're beginning to get a proper sense of scale. And... Another, by your watch, two days passes, and you are... There are no foothills to these mountains. They just start. And you are at the mouth of the mountain pass. And it's been about eight days at this point. I've reached the mouth of madness. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, out of character... 
you said that uh, you wanted to do getting there and then whatever the thing was would be the fourth uh, time we do this. Yeah, uh, Elysium is going to be a whole thing. Definitely do not want to so, do okay. that today. Right, right. I just was going to ask, does going through the mountain pass count? Or is this the stopping point? Oh, no, you can you can get right up to the gate if you choose to. Yeah, okay. Let's get this fucking over with. In character, I'm saying that. Yeah. Arthur sort of like tisks a little at your language, but doesn't say anything. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. So you can make your way through the mountain pass. It's another like full day's walk through there. Uh, just the mountains themselves are quite large. The ground is uh, very flat, and you are not accosted by anything on your way through. Yeah, I didn't think anything would live here. And at this point, your headache is absolutely splitting. Like, it is borderline debilitating. You can't see straight through the pain. Oh, okay. Hey, um... Arthur? Yes? Hmm. Could you, um... I think I can st- keep walking here. But, uh, can you... Uh... I guess I'm still on the back of the horse. Mm-hmm. Can you keep an eye on me? I kind of... <clears throat> it's a little hard to see. Straight? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He, uh, he walks up and takes the reins out of your hands and then just steps in front of the horse and leads it that way. I just... I know we're close. God, I hope we're close. <laughs> and I want to see the gates before I leave. Once we get there, we're going back. Because I'm not in any shape to do this. I have been riding on a horse for, what is it, eight days now? By the time you get to the the gate, it'll be nine days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I can't see straight. I don't know if I could walk straight. But I just... I don't want to do this again. I just want it to be... I want the next time to be the last. Of course. So... As I said, it's another full day's walk through the mountain pass, but at the at the end of the, the twisting path, you do arrive at the gate, and it is it is a massive structure. It is almost as big as the palace was. I should say is, as the palace is. It is made of a combination of gold and some sort of semi-transparent blue crystal. It's it's done up in a, ver- a way that's very reminiscent of the uh, those like big Shinto gates that you see in Japan around shrines and other like holy places. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, and 
you can feel more than see that there's some sort of field, not just like in the gate, but all the way around it, like stretching up and outward, maybe infinitely. Mm. Do I see anything on the other side of the gate? Uh, It is a sheer drop off the other side of the gate. Like you have reached the edge of the Deadlands. There is nothing on the other side that you can see. Well, I think, unless I'm hallucinating now, which would be not ideal, I think we're here. It has been a very long time since I last stood here. How do you feel? Apprehensive. Do you get the feeling like something's telling you to leave? Like I do? I I do feel that there are better places for me to be. And I, I can recognize that that is not a thought that I am having for myself. Hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. Because uh, I don't think that uh, Margaret would appreciate me saying this, but I think for once, I'm just going to pack up and go home. Are you, are you ready to go? Because I'm ready. If it is all right with you, I would like to stay. Of course. I will find my way back, but there are some things I would like to think about now that I'm here for the first time in centuries. Right, of course. I wouldn't think to ask you to leave, and I can make my own way back. Um, thank you for the company, and thank you for the escort. I hope that this proves enlightening for you. He nods and, like, sits down, facing the gate, stares at it for a minute, and then looks up at you, or looks, yeah, up at you and says, safe travels, Lady Roxanne. And you too, King Arthur. And Roxanne's just going to leave. You can bip yourself back to the capital. Your watch says that there's about three hours until... The uh, the door is going to open. You immediately feel feel a hundred thousand percent better. Well, uh, let's go see if one of the sultans can uh, give me an honest outlook on how beat up I look. <laughs> so you can get back into the throne room. Let's say. Catherine and Cleopatra are up on the thrones right now, as well as... No. No, that one's occupied right now, because Arthur's at the gate. So yeah, it's it's Catherine and Cleopatra. Uh, hello. I'm back. Uh, Arthur wanted to stay and think about some things. Cleopatra takes one look at you and then leaps off the throne and like she starts moving her hands like she wants to put her hands on your face and she's like oh what did that man allow to have happen to you I swear is it that bad oh you are a bit of a mess well um 
there is your minus one tentacle-headed monster to worry about, at the very least. Oh, you met those three. Yeah. Well, I met one of them at the very least, a little too intimately. Well, please, let me... May I fix your face? Oh, please. I would... That would be perfect. I don't want... <laughs> I don't want Magpie to be upset with me if I come back missing a nose or something. So she steps back from you and throws out her hands and this massive pink rose blooms under your feet and then closes around you. That's different. And then the space that you are in fills up with sort of smells like milk. Uh, oh. <laughs> milk. And you are just and then you are just in there for like a minute, and then in, it all just dissolves together as one unit, the rose and the milk. And there like there was an ache on your face that you didn't realize until it was gone. And you just you feel a lot better. Wow, that's um you're way better at that than I am. <laughs> It was a favorite of mine when I was alive, and I saw no reason to give it up now that I'm not. You know what? I can't argue. That's a real thing, by the way. What? what? But Cleopatra took milk baths with rose petals as part of some kind of skincare regimen. Oh my god. She was royalty. She could get away with doing weird shit like that. Yup. You know what? I mean, okay. you could take a milk bath for about, uh, I don't know, maybe $120 if you really wanted to. <laughs> I mean, less. A gallon of milk costs like what? $2? Yeah, if you get it from like Aldi, sure. Depends how big your bathtub is. <laughs> like, it's not out of. It's. You could go do that right now if you wanted to spend the money. It's. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you too can also just live like some, Cleopatra. You can get a dozen <laughs> roses at the grocery store at the same fucking time. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I think it might fuck your drains up a little bit, but you could do it. <laughs> Gonna want to make sure to put a, a, a thing over your drains so the pedals don't wind up in your U-bend. Like, your pipes are going to smell like cheese for at least a couple of months. Jesus. And not even the good <laughs> Not even good cheese. Like, I think it's smelling like cheese would be... It's smelling like cheese would be, like, the optimal uh, end point of that situation. <laughs> so, yeah. You, uh... You're all fixed up now, and... You can either just like hang out and talk or go take a nap. Cleopatra will absolutely offer her massive piles of pillows and silken blankets for you to chill on until the appointed hour comes around. No, Roxanne's just going to chill and talk. Maybe not actually on camera, though. Yeah, no, we're going to we're going to clock wipe past that until the hour comes out. You can say your goodbyes. And as you may make your way out into 
the, the, the capital. Yes. As you make your way out into the world today, you can see space pull backwards into the door, and there's Magpie. Roxanne, uh, I just realized there's probably, uh, it also slashed her, like, across the chest, so there's probably a hole in her shirt. <laughs> so yeah. There's just, like, perfectly normal skin under, like, big claw marks on her shirt. And as you get close to the door and she can see that, she puts her hands on her hips. I'm in one piece. And, well, I I got to where I've been trying to get to. I forget if I've told them where I'm going. Uh, no. You were asked to keep Elysium's existence a secret, so you never actually, like, told them. You just said... I think you just said the sultans have asked me for a favor, so I got to take a bunch of trips inside. One last trip, and I'm pretty sure this one... Well... I made it where they where I needed to go. And I'm not there to fight anything. So the last one should be the last one. Well, thank goodness. Now, uh... If you don't mind, I think I'm going to go home and take a, a regular bath. Do I smell like milk? You do not smell like milk. I'm still going to go take a regular bath. She cocks her head at that statement, but does not question it. <laughs> Good Goodbye, magpie. And she also says goodbye to Emery if Emery is there. Nope, they are out at the moment. Okay. So long, farewell, Avita Zane. Goodbye. I'll tell Emery you said hi. Thank you. You can bit back, back home and take a long, hot shower. Oh, as long as hot of a shower as you can take when you live in an apartment. Yep. Colin. Yes. Grant. Do you want to do your yes. thing or my thing? Let's do your thing because I think my thing will be a nice, like, light thing to end on. All right. So, Grant, you're, uh, you're doing your, your spray paint gig. Mm hmm. And you get a text from a number that you haven't seen in a couple months. It is one Rabbi Malhado. The text simply says, I need some help. I might have made a mistake. <laughs> uh, Grant sends back, luckily I know all about making mistakes. I'll be there momentarily. <laughs> so I will stop. Uh, I'm going to basically give the excuse that it's lunchtime for me, uh, pack up and then head to the uh, synagogue. Yep. Hail a cab and drive down there. Probably deposit all of your gear back at home first. Yep. So when you get there, he is... Like, it's the middle of the day, so there are people there. Mm -hmm. But apparently some people were told to expect a man in his 20s with 
weird colored hair and a leather jacket to show up at some point, and he needs to be brought back to me immediately. Okay. I'm glad he did not give a specific color because it has changed several times since we last talked. So as soon as you enter the door, you are flagged down by uh, someone like behind a small desk and you are led back to the rabbi's office. And <laughs> when you go inside, he is pacing. Okay, what happened? Close, close the door, close the door. I, I close the door. Uh, okay, so... So I messed up. I mean, I've messed up several times in my life. Go on. So I got to thinking. Because, you know, it turns out that some of the more, I guess, occult facets of my faith are very real and literal so I was wondering mm-hmm. what other parts might be very real and literal okay so I figured I might try my hand at making a golem oh no <laughs> and it worked oh, and I lost no. it oh no <sighs> yeah that Okay. Alright. That sounds like a problem. Yes. Well, let's, uh... Alright, um... Luckily, I hopefully can find out, uh... Like... Do you know... Where was the the last time... Where was... Where was it the last time you saw it? My basement was where I made it. Okay, take me to the basement. I can probably find out at least where it started to go. Yep. And uh, the two of you leave. He says goodbye to a couple people as he makes his way out. You know, reassures everybody that, you know, everything's fine. He just has a, a, a private meeting scheduled with this, this young man. Mm-hmm. And... The, the two of you can load up into his car and drive off to his place. It is a house house in a pretty quiet neighborhood. Okay. And he takes you inside into his basement, and it's immediately obvious there's a fucking window in this basement. Okay. Well, that makes things a lot easier. All right, so uh, I I go out to the where the window leads, and then I will use the magic, the the thing of use magic where like you can observe another time. It is one of the things listed there. So let me roll weird. Twelve. Holy shit. Um. I, oh no, that's right. Uh, my use magic is not advanced anymore. So yeah, you uh, just you just kept investigative mystery. Yep. You um, fool. You absolute dullard. <laughs> but there is no glitch, so uh, I would like to observe another time and see, like, at least which direction this thing went. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you wind back the clock, and he he tells you that it escaped sometime last night, and. It, uh, you can see it 
crawl out uh, from the window. It's it's a weird looking thing. It's obvious that Malhado is not a great sculptor. It's small and misshapen, and like one of the arms is a lot bigger than the other. Like its legs are real stumpy. Listen, he made a thing come to life. I'm not gonna shit him on on a anatomy lessons. It's its face. Look, okay. Its face is a head, or it it has a head. Mm-hmm. And its face is literally he just like poked two eyes and a smile into the clay. <laughs> he literally just gave it baby school smiley face. Yes, literally <laughs> col- colon closed parenthesis. <laughs> like, like I said, I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna shit on him. I literally opened my third eye by saying peekaboo. <laughs> no, Chloe Colin D is going to be uh, the, the, the 2.0 version. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you can you can see it crawl out of the window, mostly by its large hand, and mm. sort of waddle its way over to the fence on its very tiny feet, and then scramble up the fence and over it into one of the neighbor's yards. Okay. Um, so I say, well, okay, I know the direction has started going and went this way, and I start uh, walking along, and I'm like, your, your, your neighbors care if I, like, hop the fence and tromp through their yards? I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how cool your neighbors are. Uh, they're not home at this time of day. Cool. I just hop over his, their fence and keep trying to follow the golem. He hops the fence, too. He has a little more trouble than you do, because he's not a fucking punk. I I will I will How help him. How old is Rabbi Mojado, anyway? Uh, he, he looks to be in, like, his mid to late 30s. Okay. Alright, I will, I will I help him. I was curious for my own mental picture. <laughs> like, oh, he, yo, come on, just here, no, like this, like, okay, now, yeah, there you go, alright. <laughs> Man, it's just to scramble up and hop over the <laughs> fence with you. Yeah, so yeah, I will keep following as long as you will allow me to on a single roll. Because I know, I know it won't last forever, because, like, even a 12 won't last forever, but still. Yeah, like, you... You observed another time, so you just, from your vantage point, you are able to see it hop the fence, and then it just disappeared. So okay. you're gonna, you're gonna need to give me another roll at this point. All right, fourteen. I wish I had kept it. Use magic. Ow. Holy shit! I mean, keep in mind, you do. There is another roll that you could be using, but yeah, this seems to be working out pretty well for you. Yeah. Uh, so you can. I'm waiting till the fresh trail gets fresher to use that one. Well, you 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 watch it like sort of meander about this backyard for honestly a couple hours. It seems to just like poke at things for a while. There's a small herb garden, and it pokes at that for a little while. Mm-hmm. It picks a, a leaf of basil and just like rubs it on its face. That's adorable. It's trying to eat the basil. <laughs> I I did try to see if I could make it like at least semi-intelligent. 
No, you did a good job. Like, especially for your first time. Like, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin making one of these things. So, kudos. But also, at the same time, I, I, I'm gonna have to, like, actually physically find out, like, use fucking other methods to search yeah. for this thing, because I'm not gonna because, be it. Because it does, like, after, like, after poking around in this relatively small backyard for honestly like three hours it hops the fence into the next yard over all right i'm gonna hop the fence and i'm gonna help rabbi over the fence first then i will hop the fence and now i will start using physical actual like eyeball deduction (laughs) and uh i'm assuming because considering the trail will be fresh much fresher now because that's like three hours worth of it of uh that's like three hours closer so let's roll that sharp that's a fucking 12 investigate a mystery i advanced so uh, <laughs> i can advance i can ask any question i want about the mystery not Stop just the rolling ones. good but i uh <laughs> but i mean i don't really i can't really think of a question that i mean you do get to hold yeah i do get to hold so uh i the first one i will ask is where did it go so this backyard you can find like little bits of clay the uh the ground is stone it's uh it's like loose stone rather than grass like the last one was and so you can find Mm -hmm. like little bits of clay that probably broke off on its feet or hand and uh you are able to follow that around as it seems to meander about the yard uh, and the the trail seems to dip into a little window that mirrors the basement window on Malhado's house. All right. I look at him and I go, it went inside this house. Uh, oh, no. Tell me one, one quick question I have to ask you. Are you a cop? Because you legally have to tell me if you're a cop if I ask you. That's a joke, by the way. Like, I, I'm j- how how against a little bit of breaking entering are you? Uh, on principle, it is not right to enter another person's house without invitation. But I am willing to make concessions for desperate times. All right, I, cool. I understand that there are things that must be kept secret, and this is my mistake. So I will not. Right. Cool. I will not. I will not condemn you for taking the actions necessary for fixing my mistake. All right, that's that's good. That's good to hear. Uh, so I'm gonna just first things first. Uh, like this thing just got in, so I'm gonna not even bother trying to like lockpick or anything. I'm just going to try and lift the window, see if it's unlocked and just go right in. It is, but the window is too small for you. Okay. Perhaps some sort of recon would be great. Maybe an ice horse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there is No, it's a crystal horse now. No, there is the uh, the (laughs) summon a monster into the world move. There is but also, uh, I'm just gonna like lift the window up and just look inside, see if I can see the golem in there. 
it appears to be like a small workshop. Uh, whoever lives here definitely has some sort of woodworking hobby. Like there's a bench and there's a whole bunch of tools. And the golem is sitting on the bench playing with the tools. Uh, oh, so I don't even need to break and enter. Maybe I can just try and convince it to come over. And I'm like, hey, 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 little guy, come over, come here, come here. It does not react to you. Uh, I have drugs. Re re I'm not wasting my drugs on a thing that can't even inhale them. That's not... I mean, what drugs? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I look at the rabbi and say, he's he's in there. He's just playing with the tools. Maybe you can try and get him to come over to the window. Oh, I didn't. I didn't build it with ears. I didn't know how to do that. Uh, just poke holes in the sides. Okay, well, either way. All right. That's fine. That's fine. It can't hear us. Um. Well, then. Breaking and entering it is. Uh, I, I'm i honest. I'm honestly surprised I can see through those eyes that I gave it. I mean, don't don't worry about it. Magic's weird. Okay. Uh, is there just like a door to the basement from here that I can enter in? Or do I am I going to have to like go in, over to, around to the front? Uh, there is a back door to the house into okay. this yard, but there's not a direct door from where you are down into the basement. Okay, I only asked that because the house I used to live in did actually have a direct door down into the basement, so I know that's a thing. I just didn't know that's a thing for this house. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm I'm 100% guessing that this door is not going to be locked. Um, so I'm gonna first Nobody, of all look and see. No, but it might be alarmed. That's what I was just about to say. I am going to look inside and see if like there's an alarm set first of all there you can see that there is like one of those keypads okay so how do i want to and do it's this? it's like in the house enough that you could not like reach in through a window right and, and get to it it is it is well out of reach and you don't know the password yeah that's what i'm trying trying to figure out and it's it's a pretty common knowledge thing that the way those that those uh, those sorts of alarms work is that like you open the door, you have basically sixty seconds to punch in the disarm code before the alarm goes off. Yeah, but the question is, what is the disarm code? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I know an easy way to fix this. Observe another fucking time. I can see, watch somebody punch in the. The arm code, which would be the disarm code. Yes, squares. If oh, Grant only had some sort of magical scrying power, you know, that's that's pretty clever, actually. See, my thought was is that you just did straight up say you can summon a creature, and you could just like summon something that's small enough to get into the window and grab it and foist it up to you. But yeah, that'll also work. All right, so uh, a glitch. Choosing a harm that ignores armor would be be like kind of cheesy because uh, because that's just going to go away at the end of the session. I I would require you to keep that harm into the next hunt. Is how I would make that work. Okay. You would that, you would not heal that until that, yeah a, a later that date. might 
Never mind. I'll, I think I'll do that because I can't think of weekend or short duration really fitting and uh, immediate unwelcome attention. Just not. I, I don't want like the entire point of this is to not draw attention. That is the incorrect answer. And uh, and problematic side effect is just like uh, no, no. So uh, I'll take the harm and just keep it on there for the start of the yep. next hunt. All right. So yeah, I know the code. I'm gonna just try and open the door. It is Please. not locked. All right, and then I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna punch in the code. Yep. And it beeps and it it actually says like welcome home. Thank you, Smart House. That's terrifying a little bit, actually. Uh, no, that they, they some alarm systems say that when you disarm them, they'll say like "Welcome home." I it's a, I, no, it's no, Grant, Grant is Grant is saying that because he's not used to to alarm systems talking to you when you enter the house. Um, so I'm gonna like w- I'm gonna like wave the rabbi in so that way like if it knows that you know oh hey my creator's here. Not just some random yeah. guy. Yeah, he'll follow in behind you. He yep. looks extremely nervous. Oh, don't worry about it. This is not the first time I've done this. You didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> his his nervous his face goes from nervous to a little bit judgy. <laughs> listen, listen. Don't worry about it. Let's just go downstairs, and then I I will go down into the basement with him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's still just like clacking a pair of hammers together. Like it doesn't have fingers, so it just like it pinches one hammer between its two hands at a weird angle, and it just taps it against another hammer that's sitting oh, on the bench. That's adorable. Grant is one hundred percent in love with this golem. So uh, I try to get its attention, just like you know, kind of gently and you know not in a non-threatening manner trying to be like be all hey like buddy buddy with it and like you know hey i'm here with the guy i made you come on home let's go home it sees you and doesn't freak out like he said that he made it tried to make it intelligent right uh just like in semi-intelligent enough to be able to like negotiate geometries as it walks around like maybe maybe have just like the tiniest bit of curiosity i was i was hoping that it would be literate and we could write what we want it to do but uh that's probably not the case also i want to be clear this thing is like baby sized yeah oh yeah uh i i just you know i go over to it and i and i just like sort of pick it up like try and try not to freak it out. I'm, I'm going to move slowly and non-threateningly. Yeah, no, it 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 doesn't. It does not know fear, so you're able to just okay. like walk up to it and scoop it up. All right, cool. Uh, I take the hammer and I put it back where I believe it should be, and uh, and I go, okay, we can we can just leave now. I guess we got it. Uh, the rabbi walks over to the golem there, there's like a, a hole on its back he sticks mm-hmm. his finger in there and then like pulls it out and a like a clay plug comes with his finger 
and he reaches in and he pulls out a scroll that was that looks very much like the mezuzas that he gave you previously. Mm-hmm. And the golem just like goes slack in your arms. Oh yeah, I've read Feet of Clay. I know what that means. I know what that is. Yeah, it's just I said I wanted to see if it it worked the way my people did it. So that's how it goes. Yeah. All right. So let's get up. Let's go on out. Um, I, f- I figure it'll be easier to, to get it back home if it's turned off. Yeah, probably. That's a, that's a good, good call. Um, so I'll go upstairs, uh, rearm the house so that way nothing is amiss. And then I guess we can just walk out while it's still arming. Yep. Shut the door behind you and hop the fences back. I'm just carrying a clay baby. Weird clay baby with a weird smiley face. It's adorable. Clay baby. Clay baby. Yep. And then uh, when we get back to his house, I'm like, where do you want it? Uh, just, I guess back in the basement. All right. I, I put it in the basement and then I will look at the window and I'll be like, invest in locks, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to put its its mind back in before I can get some some proper locks and bolts on that window. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, be careful of any black vans that say DHEA on them now. Just a little warning. Uh, okay. Sure. Do you want to tell me a little more about that, but maybe? Uh, well, you know that that thing that they say they do where they go into dangerous places and like extract environmentally unsafe thing uh, hazards yeah yeah they're actually secretly the government's monster hunting task force and they will take your clay bee away if they find out about it oh yeah okay well jeez it's a good thing we got it back as quickly as we did yeah 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 but you know that was fun i guess that, i mean i haven't done that in well i haven't done that off the job in ever i'm gonna be honest right with you right now all my breaking and enterings have been on the job things i've never done that for fun not my thing i guess i'm glad to hear that yeah uh last time i did that we fought a big mosquito thing this mosquito vampire huh yeah all right that was it was weird well I mean, technically, the last time you did a B&E, it was to disarm a bomb. I don't really count that. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm also not going to tell him that. Right. Also, <laughs> you're not the one who did the, 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 the I'm B. not the one who did the B, yeah. That was, that was the dude with the Naruto hand signs. Yes, and it was very good. Um, I, I look at him and go, you hungry? You want lunch? Something like that? Uh, I could eat, but not for long. I gotta get back to the synagogue. Right, right. We can, like, just grab something that's on the- and, like, eat it on the way. That's fine. Sure. Yeah! Let's go get, I don't know, fast food. Some some sort of fast food. Like, you can juice. I don't know. He's got more dietary restrictions than you, and out of character, I don't know what a fucking kosher fast food place would be, so I'll just say, he suggests a place. 
and that is completely fair. And Grant will happily find something that he can eat there. We go to a restaurant and have we, we go to a restaurant and have uh, have consumption food. of meal. Edible food. It tastes good in our belly. And then he can drive y'all back to the synagogue. And mm-hmm. when you get back there, he shakes your hand and says, if you ever need me for anything, just let me know. Yeah, of course. You're a good guy. I, I, I really like you. By the way, how did you do that? Like, how long did that take? Uh, since we last spoke. Huh. So you've been at it for a couple of months. That's in, that's actually very impressive. The, uh, the, the shaping was the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything, but, like, next time you need, like, help with anatomy, please come to me. I'm literally an artist. Like, I, I don't sculpt, but, like, I can help you with making the arms even, at the very least. <laughs> it was my first try. I did was, my best. You, you, you did a good job. I, you, I didn't even know it was going to work. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did like the smiley face. Alright, I'll let you get I'll let you get back to to your job. So have a good day, man. Likewise. And then I go back to my place, grab my stuff, and resume go back at it, because it didn't really take all that long to find this guy. I am updating the Rando's handout. The Randout. I'm not even gonna ask him about the the Great Worm and his Pale Rider, because he probably does not know jack shit about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna spoil that one for you. He, uh, <laughs> never, he has never He has never heard those words in that order before. Okay, fair Is enough. Is that a great little dead song? Great, no. <laughs> Actually, he's the Pale Rider. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, Randout updated. Okay. Excellent. So I believe that brings us back around to Steiner. Hooray. Hooray. So there was something about a data witch or something something you mentioned. We gotta do Yeah. Roxanne was told that Grant was had enlisted help on solving the number string that you got from Siren Head. Then that help wouldn't be enough. And that you would need to get Gregory on board in order to get it done in enough time to have it be useful. Cool. I guess we're doing that. Uh, so how do we want to even start this off? Like, Roxanne is the only one who knows this right at the moment, right? Uh, she told you at the end of Last Hunt. Okay. So... So, so you are you are aware of the fact that you need to bring this woman in. You you need to get her and Gregory talking to each other. Okay. Like we could just sort of hand wave it and say that Grant gave you her number. Oh, I want to get Grant involved in this. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's his it's friend. his friend, acquaintance, familia. Right. 
I would say I hang out enough with these people off screen that I would consider most of the ones named in the handout friends. Oh boy, I hope Dr. Steiner joins a gang. <laughs> <laughs> no, he oh, did man. that once already. I, I don't know the gang. He founded a gang. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to call Grant up and set this up like, so Mr. Hassan, um, yeah. So apparently, what the hell is this accent? I gotta nail this fucking accent down or something because it just goes no, all over the damn. I place. like it. I no, like the fact you're... that it's one hundred percent inconsistent. No, what the fuck are you talking about? Ape's accent is super consistent for Steiner. It really, it really is. But like, I like getting on his nuts about it. Yeah. So apparently, um, Roxanne was told through her. I don't know what to even call them. Are they angels? I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't I, know. Uh, whatever. Point being, um, apparently that little code we got from Mr. Siren Face, you're having that decoded by your friend the numbers witch or something. I didn't yeah, actually get the Imani. name. Yeah, Imani. Imani. Imani, cool. okay. Um, so these, let's just call them angels, it's easier. The angel Roxanne, that she would not be able to do it on her own, and going to Amat. Is it a she? I don't remember. Imani, Imani is a she. Yeah, yeah. Imani yeah. is a she, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, it's so, I keep she. track of things sometimes. Um, that she would not be able to complete it in time, which was ominous. I, yeah, I think I was there for that conversation. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right, so they wanted um, her to get help from, uh, as they put it, my son, which I really hope means Gregory, because if not, I have a lot of back payments, too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, I'll I'll go grab Imani and tell her so, that yeah. uh, she's gonna meet something very cool. So, like, give us... Give me a couple hours. It's gonna take a while to get from... I will to, tidy up. Yep. I'll make some cookies or something. Ooh, cookies, yes! You're being sarcastic, aren't you? Maybe, maybe not. There better be cookies there when I get there, Steiner. They're just, they're, now, now you've got me all wired up for cookies. Anyway, I'm going. Uh, Goodbye. And, uh, by the way, uh, I just realized that Gregory didn't have an entry on the Rando's handout, so I fixed that. Okay. Yes. Alright, uh, so I'll go get Amani. I'm sure telling her that she gets to see the coolest-ass computer she will ever see will, like, co convince her 100, like, without having to roll, I would hope. Yeah, no, she is quite excited about that. So does she drive, or, like, because I know I don't drive, but does she drive? Yeah, sure, she's got a car. Alright, yeah. It's pretty normal for people to have cars of their own in L.A. Yes. People here aren't culturally committed to not having a car. <laughs> uh, so on on the way, Grant will tell her about Steiner. Not not the bits where he was some sort of super scientist, super villain, but like he'll he'll tell her like the basics you know this is my friend he's like right. a so professor. i have a friend kind of a literal mad scientist with an actual secret lab with a robot intelligence that lives in it 
Yep. <laughs> and uh, and I'm gonna say uh, apparently you're gonna need help from that AI to help decode those numbers before. You know this because bad. God told us. <laughs> Please don't jump out of the car. <laughs> Especially because you're driving. When you tell her that she's gonna need some help, she actually like pinches the bridge of her nose and says, yeah, I was kind of starting to get that feeling. Just a string of numbers like this, there's there's way too many possibilities. Yeah. I, I tried Googling it and it just got me to like shipping numbers or something. Yeah, I was. I felt like I was hitting a brick wall. Brick wall. Yeah. So hopefully this um, this AI he accidentally created will will help out with that. Jesus, Grant. His name is Gregory. <laughs> By the way, the AI's name I... is Gregory. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Apparently, it named. Apparently, he named it himself. So that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then star wipe to Steiner's lab. I meet them, you know, outside, lead them down in there. Like, secret lab, here you go. God, it's like, it's like, how many people know about this now? It's M. Um, says enough. I have five people. Five people now know about my secret lab. I'll sell tickets. Just come down. Come see the secret fucking lab I keep. <laughs> he gets like this when people know about a secret lab. It's a secret for. It's called a secret. Not a everyone fucking knows about it lab. Uh, whatever. Steiner, uh, do you need a nap? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, okay. Oh, right, I promise you cookies. Please try not to get upset. I'm I'm fine. Here, I, Harrison, I promised you cookies. Yes. A chocolate chip. Oh, yes. Steiner, you are the best. There you go. Thank you. They are Lunchbot's most recent foray into baking. Hmm. Hmm. And then I, I will eat one on the egg. Ah, they're good. Excellent. Uh, you may want to go sit down. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, Steiner. Steiner, thank you. <laughs> I go sit down. I'm going to be sitting there for a while. <laughs> Fucking told you so. <laughs> A minute. <laughs> I can't minute. believe the thing he made transpire. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, so I have to keep uh, Mr. Harrison out of the way. Uh, by the way, don't eat those cookies. <laughs> At least not right now. Maybe later. Eh, no, I'll, uh, I will keep my distance. It's a good trip. I've got a good trip going on. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you roll plus tough. To, to find oh. out how your trip is. It's an okay trip. So give me a minute here because I hadn't actually thought about this. <laughs> no, because so so Emery saw like sky whales mm-hmm. and Steiner saw demons. So Grant Harrison, you see Huh. All right. <laughs> That's a thought. You see plants growing and growing oh. quite wildly around the lab. Oh. I don't know what he was on about demons. This is great. Unless the demons come later. 
<laughs> Steiner, did the demons come later, or are they right away? It was uh, something of a gradual progression. Okay. So I'm not seeing that. <laughs> yeah, we'll be revisiting that. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> visiting you, Grant, throughout the, the course of this. So, uh... So, Steiner? <laughs> I'm so happy that you actually ate the cookie. <laughs> I was hoping it had been long enough that you'd forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> It was the perfect amount of time, because I hadn't forgotten about it, but I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> so yeah, Imani has got her laptop and her USB cable, and she is looking at you expectantly. She has heard the voice over the speakers you've strung up around the lab so that you can talk to Gregory from anywhere. Well, right, right. Oh, you will need a hard connection to Gregory, I ask. Yeah, uh, for meant to be working together, gonna need to be able to interface. Right this way. If you got some kind of network in here, that'll work. But if yes, you don't, yes. then yeah, a hard connection will, will be will will work just fine. Uh, Gregory has no connection to the outside world. I've tried made uh, limited access, but um, hard connection will be over this way. Ah. Okay, so do you want me to like? Because I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of analysis on the internet, just like running the various combinations of the string through lots of different ciphers and things like that, comparing them to all sorts of uh, like old code documents that I could find. Do you want me to mm -hmm. like not do that while I'm here, or? Uh, yeah, I would appreciate that. Um, I don't believe. Gregory is quite ready for the outside world holds just yet, so if you would um, sever your connection, that would be wonderful. He keeps muttering things about pornography, and I am quite concerned about seeing the internet for myself. You are two months old. <laughs> and Lonnie just gives you a a fucking look. Like, come on, <laughs> L, look. You've been on the internet. You know what's on there. I've been more on the internet than most people have been on the internet. Yeah. Right, so you understand where I'm coming from with this. Sure, sure. I get it. Like, I'm not a... I, I will grant him internet access, but not... I just... God, it's... It's an entire world of... Everything... No, yeah, I get it. There's some real fucked up shit on there, and he's going to be more in it than any other person could be, except uh, he's probably going to be even more in it than I could ever be. Okay, thank no. you. Yes. I get it. He's your kid. You want to keep your kid safe. Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. Someone finally understands. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep my Wi-Fi off while I'm here. I appreciate it. So you can lead her over to a terminal and uh, she will plug. She, she's got a, she's got like a little backpack and she will fish out a second USB cable, plug one end of it into the terminal, one end into the computer, and then plug the second cable into the computer and then into her mouth. And then Gregory fucking comments over the intercom. Are you 
quite certain that is sanitary. She looks up at the speaker and says, I'll be fine. I, I was not it. informed cool. of this, but too late to back up. You 100% now. were, actually. I Grant w- did warn you about how she surfs the internet. You're still high. <laughs> I was speaking <laughs> out of character. Actually, yeah. Uh, speaking of, hey, Grant, give me another, another tough roll. Eight. All right. So the, uh, the, the plants have, like, filled the room, and it's kind of hot and humid in here now, and you faintly hear music. Uh, uh, can't tell if good or bad. <laughs> Still no demons, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Imani settles down into, like, on the floor. She just, like, finds a comfortable spot on the floor, and... Steiner, you can witness the change of her eyes from like a, a dark brown to this like bright apple green. And <laughs> the like lots of files and applications open up on her computer in rapid succession. And Gregory just is says like Oh that is Huh. I've not encountered anybody who can keep pace with me like this. Hmm. Is this a natural ability, or how did you come? How did you come to be able to do this? Uh, I just like I I can do like a bunch of basic spells, but actually, let me do this properly. <laughs> I was about to say I want you to have a USB cable in your mouth while you do this. Yeah, she had it like like at the front of her mouth and then she just sort of twists it off to the side and says eh, well I kind of have, I, I know a bunch of like basic spells but uh <laughs> basic, like I'm, I'm, I'm real 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 close with somebody who's going to like sort of interface with technology so I just decided to get <laughs> real good at it and it turns out I got real good at it huh well, I mean I suppose, I mean, Gregory is a result of fusion, though. Um, well, what I would call magic and technology, so I suppose, I suppose this is quite appropriate. And so she focuses down on the, uh, on the laptop and just, she's, she's quiet because she's focusing, but every so often Gregory will pipe up with some sort of comment Oh, you have made quite a lot of combinations of this. That is a lot to sift through. If you can provide me with some templates to possibly decipher this with, I will get to work on making combinations. Hmm. I feel a bit a bit out of my element here. I mostly deal with things a little bit beyond me, but is there anything I can do to help? Edwin is quite incredible to watch her work. If you could just make sure that she is comfortable while she works, I, I would appreciate that. Uh, of course, of course. Is there anything you need, Miss, Miss Amani? Miss Amani? She, just, she like briefly looks up at you and just says, 
I don't know, like a pill for my back. I I'm sorry? A pillow? pillow? A pillow, pillow, right. Pillow, got it. Just head into the little area I usually sleep in and grab some pillows there. Uh, are these all right? She gives you a thumbs up. She's not like typing. This is all being done in sort of like a semi-psychic manner. So her hands are free. So she's able to just take it from you and tuck it under her back. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, if there's anything else, um, yell at me. I'm going to go poke at Grant. Uh, Edwin, if at all possible, could you perhaps wire a few of the extraneous computers together? I would appreciate an increase in RAM. Oh, yes, of course, I can do this. I can... Uh, and yeah, we'll immediately set about networking some computers. Edwin Steiner constructs a Beowulf cluster. <laughs> God, I haven't thought about the phrase Beowulf cluster in like four years. I'll bite. What the fuck is a Beowulf cluster? It looks like it's just a bunch of fucking computers all combined, uh, like hooked up together. I, th I was yeah. going to say it's a candy bar sold in England. <laughs> no, it's it's essentially like you take several fully functional computers and like wire wire their central processors together so that they're like all work in tandem. Oh. They tend to get extremely hot, but they got <laughs> real high processing power. Damn. Look at that thing. <laughs> yeah, That's the power uh... of the PS3. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, for the folks at home, Colin just uh, just posted an image in the Discord that is a Beowulf cluster made of 65 towers wired <laughs> together into a single unit, all hooked up to one monitor. Beowulf uh. clusters are nuts. <laughs> Much like the real Beowulf. All that so you can run Crisis. <laughs> That's a joke from 2007. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Well, it was a good run. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm not even gonna make you roll to to put the cluster together. Like that's it's not a it's not a difficult ask. It's just a little bit tedious because it's it's the same set of motions over and over. But it is it is hardware, so it is very much your field. Awesome, awesome. And uh, once you finish constructing it and then like wheel over the the cable that is meant to you, you plug in the uh like the the main data cable for the cluster into this sort of like terminal you've got gregory in fucking imani's eyes just like they go from just the the sort of it's it's just the colors of her eyes are the the bright apple green but then they just like go like full anime shining it's like <laughs> just like they become fucking floodlights shooting out of her eyes as her processing power goes through the roof <laughs> that's different Edwin I've never felt so alive this is incredible what okay don't get used to that I think these might melt if we keep them cooked together for this any much longer I will enjoy it while it lasts ah uh... Mr. Mani, are you all right? You are, um, you are literally projecting light out of your eyes. Are you okay? 
Yo, yeah, this fucking rules. <laughs> uh, well, you and Grant are having a good time. Speaking of, hey, Grant. Stop actually good, having... you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Grant is actually having a pretty good time. I'm going to get like a fucking demon mask from a pawn shop or something and jump around in front of you. <sighs> so the, um, so, Grant. Mm-hmm. The you you dip further into this hallucination question mark vision maybe. Mm-hmm. And your conscious mind uh, is is lucid enough to recognize that you are seeing the summer court. Oh shit! Uh, I need but, something to. Oh okay. But you don't feel anxious about it. You don't feel okay. like you're in any danger. Okay. And uh, a couple of court citizens like walk out from the bushes. There is a siren walks out and a satyr comes out and an elf comes out and they sit on like the siren sits on your left the the elf sits on your right and the satyr sits on the ground in front of you and they like take your hands and you're all holding hands in a circle right now and you feel pretty cool huh it's nice drugs are awesome kids drugs are awesome kids why aren't we all just doing drugs right now <laughs> <laughs> 100% Grant would have said that in character. Just unprompted. Drugs are awesome, kid. And actually, actually, you were there when Margaret told Steiner that you can ask questions of what you see in there, and you can tend to get pretty accurate answers. Would you like to ask any questions of what you see? Um... These aren't, like, actual denizens. I can't, like, ask them questions about things going on. It's just questions about what I see, right? No. Like... Oh, okay. The the, the way Margaret said it, you could just, like, ask anything. Like, you could ask completely unrelated questions. And you can... Just unrelated to your vision. But okay. the, 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 the things that you see in there tend to answer those questions pretty accurately, regardless of what they might be. Alright, um... So, like, how angry is she uh, at me, really? So the... The vi the visions all look at each other, and then the satyr on the ground in front of you, she says... Angry is perhaps the wrong word for it. Spiteful and anticipatory would be better. Okay. Uh If I you get I'm going to tell you right now, you get exactly <laughs> one more question. Okay. Um If I go to her and basically apologize and try to make up for it would she take the powers away or would she still 
let me keep them so long as I lived up to my end of the bargain. Absolution will require a sacrifice. A contract will require service. Yeah, okay, I guess I can possibly live with that. Possibly. So, Steiner. Yo, Grant is Grant is talking to somebody. <laughs> he appears to be holding hands with invisible people. We'll take a picture and send it to Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Steiner, what the hell is Grant doing? <sighs> um that's a funny answer to that. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the actual name for it. The witches gave it to me. Just say, just say drugs. Which drugs? <laughs> exactly. Which drugs. Those drugs. Which drugs? What? No, that's the response I say. I don't know the actual name of it, but the witches gave it to me. <sighs> Roxanne saves the picture and then just goes, okay, well, just make sure he doesn't break anything. <laughs> people, himself, whatever. I make no promises. <laughs> you might need to come pick him up later. Oh god, what would teleporting look like while you're high? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can just imagine by the time Roxanne comes, uh, grants in the stage, it's like, my hands are weird. They can touch anything except themselves. And, oh. Oh. Because <laughs> he touched his hands. Touched oh. So, uh... Grant, you and your three visions just sort of like sit in a comfortable silence with each other. Steiner, Imani, and Gregory will work together basically until you kick them out. Cool. Uh, I mean, Gregory lives here and I don't know if Imani has any like, anywhere she needs to be. And I'm having fun watching Grant. So I'm just gonna chill. Alright, sure. The uh the hours wear on. Grant, you eventually. I get some come like, down. I go out and I get some fans to blow on these this fucking Beowulf ray. <laughs> yeah, probably. It does it does start to get quite hot in the lab. You do start sweating. Grant, you start sweating, but you think it's just a part of your vision. Yeah. Summer court. Summer court, man. But yeah, it, it does start to get quite warm, and you... It is a reasonable worry to have that, like, this cluster might catch fire at some point if you run it for too long. You might have to be the responsible adult in the room. Alright. Grant certainly is not. <laughs> Not now and not ever. Hey, he has been uh, the responsible adult several times. Name one. The time when he su suggested that maybe we don't take a miner to go hunt a monster with us. All right, name two. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Gregory Amani, I hate to put a dab on this party, but the array is in serious danger of melting down, quite literally. Perhaps a short break is in order? Oh, that is unfortunate, but 
I understand. I would not like to burn the lab down for the sake of my fun. Thank you. That's just appreciated. Um, Miss Amani, are you in there? She seemed to have entered like a trance state at some point, but her eyes blink and she takes a real deep breath and closes her eyes and pops the USB cable out of her mouth. It says, I think, I think I was thinking at the speed of light there. I think I was, I think I was thinking multiple thoughts simultaneously there. That, that fucking ruled. Do you need some eye drops or something? You were literally, the head, like, light was physically shining out of your eyes. Are you all right? I, I think. Uh, Do you need to lie down? I have a bit. I'm a little euphoric right now, so I don't know what I need. I don't know what um, I'm going to need when I go, inevitably crash from this. I'm going to get you. I'm going to go get you some cold water. Thank you. So she will just like shut her laptop and collapse on the floor and stare at the ceiling for a while. Right. Get some, you know, some nice water for, for her. Uh, Gregory is Gregory. Uh, keep some vans going on that array to cool it down as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> I break out the dry ice, but this is very much an enclosed space. <laughs> nah, y'all can suffocate in here. You don't need to breathe. Breathing's for <laughs> chumps. Breathing is for nerds. I was. Is this Miss, is Grant still high or? You know what, Grant? Give me one more. Yes, uh, finally. Okay, so the the hours wear on for you. You and your three vision companions just sort of sitting in an amicable circle, holding hands. But eventually, they all like let go and stand up and walk away. And as they walk away, like you're, you suddenly feel extremely alone in the summer court. That is terrifying to you. Oh no. Oh no, it's going bad. Steiner, it's going bad. And in fact, you, you feel us a a fourth presence beginning to approach you and it feels it is radiating the same sort of power that is coursing through you all the time but at a much greater volume oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll come say sorry to you later i person i promise <laughs> he is saying all of this out loud steiner yeah. I've gotten like I've I've brought him a glass of ice water. I'm just sitting there watching this, <laughs> just standing there calmly watching him flip shit. <laughs> Grant Steiner is visible in your vision. Steiner, I stopped it. How do you stop this? How does it stop? Hmm. I want to get off Mr. Bones' wild ride. I dump the ice water on him. <laughs> That does, like, help to sober him up a little bit. Okay. Thank you. You, uh, you feel a lot colder and a lot less anxious. It feels like the, the presence that was approaching you has stopped moving. 
Okay, thank thank you, Steiner. But is still there, just beyond the tree line. Okay. All right. This is okay. This is mm. Mm. Mr. Hansen. Mm. Listen to me. Okay. You are not in. Well, whatever the hell you think you are, you're in Sound my lab. Okay. Yes. My lab. Yes. You're, you're lab. sitting on my couch. Okay. Everything is fine. It's a little okay. warm in here, but everything is fine. Oh, that's not just the drugs. Okay. So just breathe in. Breathe out. <gasps> Look around. See where you actually are. Okay. Uh, the plants begin to recede. Okay. All right. I think I'm coming down. Okay. Deep breaths in. That was real good. Of, that was real good until the end there. Hmm. Yes, uh, well, we have more cookies for later. I don't think I'll eat another one anytime soon, but thank you. Well, in any case, it's quite warm in here, and I'm feeling a bit peckish. I'm going to go out and get some takeout. You stay here and try not to destroy anything, yes? Okay. Um, does your friend uh, Miss Imani have dietary restrictions? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Hey, Amani, do you have any dietary restrictions? I could have done that. Well, I did it. (gasps) From the floor in the next room, she just says, I could eat a damn horse right now. Okay, like, alright. I'm going to take that as no. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to go pick up some dim sum or something. Ooh, dim sum sounds good. Yes. So you can go pick that up. Grant, Imani just sort of stays in a prone position on the floor. She has a glass of ice water that she more presses into her forehead than she does drink. <laughs> that feels real good, by the way. I love doing that when it's a hot day out. I love doing that when I've just come down off of the most powerful upper that could possibly exist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Please, this is not the first time Grant has done fey drugs. I'm not talking about Grant. <laughs> uh, the, the the witch drugs are... They're not an upper. They're a hallucinogen. Yeah. Your fucking terminology, man. So, Steiner, you can, uh, you can go pick up some dim sum. Come on back. You all have a, a late lunch. I think it's more like and, dinner at this point. Yeah, sure. You can all eat dinner together in in the lab. Gregory doesn't eat, so instead he just has some kind of... Like, she, he's got some sort of weird running commentary going. Your your child has developed a stream of consciousness ramble. I scan a photo of Dim Sum in. <laughs> <laughs> he comments on all of the visual aspects of it. It's almost... It's it. If you didn't know any better, it's almost like he was also on some kind of upper and is coming down from it. Uh, I've drugged my son. No, you're going to jail. <laughs> uh, but after you all eat and Imani has fully come down, uh, she says that she's gonna go home and work through. All, uh, everything that the uh, the two of them 
put together. She, she wants to apply an internet connection to it. Grant gives a thumbs up. And uh, she, she actually asks you, Steiner, for your phone number so she can set up more. She gets a, a, like a wry smile on her face when she says playdates. Sure, sure. Uh, it's eight six seven five three zero. It's canon now. It's Steiner's <laughs> cell phone number. That's canon. He spent a great deal of money to every get day. That. Steiner wonders who the hell Jenny is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then after she exchanges numbers, uh, she will thank you for your time, and she will thank Gregory for the help. And she will dismiss herself. Wait, was she alright? Shit, she was. Hmm. Hmm. Grant's an adult. He could find yeah, his own way back like, home. Like, like, yeah, like, I can take the bus and the, the metro. It's fine. Okay. Do you want a couple of cookies to take with? No. Not, not right now, no. I don't mean to take like that. I mean to bring you with you, you idiot. I, I know what you meant, and I still say no, because, like, what will happen is I will 100% forget what the cookies are, and then I'll just eat, like, three of them at once. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to put these in the freezer then. All right. And then I will die. <laughs> A warrior's death. <laughs> I do not want to do those by myself. Also, I'll 10,000% forget what they are, leave them out, and Otis will get into them. Holy shit. No, not weasel drugs. <laughs> Those are the most tragic kind of drugs. <laughs> we are the dumbest people alive. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So, Roxanne. Yes. Let's do your thing. My thing. Okay, okay, okay. So since, uh... So since Emery got their leg... Well, got a new leg. I was about to say got their leg back. Roxanne has been saving some money. Oh, you said the word and now I remembered. What, money? Uh... Yes, you said money, and now I remembered. Uh, last hunt. Mm-hmm. You all did get paid for it. Okay. But all three of you only got paid, like, a third of your usual rate. Ah, oh, bummer. And if any of you, like, ask why it's less, Emery comments that the bank accounts will know. The bank accounts will know? Yeah. They're like, if any of you ask, like, you know, you, why can't you just pay us the regular amount? I know we didn't technically succeed, and they they would have answered, no, I can't give you the full amount if we don't actually succeed. The bank accounts will know, and the checks will bounce. That's really weird. <laughs> they shrug and agree. <laughs> but yes, uh, you've been saving some money. I've been saving some money. 
And she probably also like went, hey, is there a day this week that you, you both will be free? Does Emery even have a day job? No, nope. probably not. Nope. Roxanne probably just texts Magpie because it's more fun to just show up when it, Mag. Uh, it's more fun to show up when Magpie knows that she's coming and says, hey, is the living room clear? Yeah. Okay. Roxanne just teleports into the living room. (laughs) (laughs) She does not have a party popper ready this time. Fair enough. Hey, Magpie. And she looks around. Emery. Yeah. Are y'all busy? No. No, we're we're free today. Awesome. Awesome. Do you, uh... Is this another Deadlands t- thing? Absolutely not. Y'all want to go to Disneyland? Like for real uh, Disneyland? Uh, uh, y- yeah, sh- sure. I'm down. Magpie looks pretty excited about it. I figure what with you having a, uh, uh, a functional lake now, and y'all not having to be so close to each other all the time that I could do something nice for you. And like, you know, let's go to Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Disneyland. So Emery will just finish washing the dishes, which is what they were doing when you arrived and go change into some shorts and walking shoes. Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> yes, fucking Gaston Disney World. I fucking love that image. <laughs> it's my favorite shit. <laughs> Magpie will also change into uh, shorts and walking shoes and get a little backpack together. Is Emery just wearing like really long socks then? Uh, no, they're wearing regular socks. The uh, the leg is such that it looks like uh, just a... Oh, it just a, looks like a, a prosthetic, and, right. Yeah, well, it's it looks like a flesh and blood leg unless you get, like, close and scrutinize it a little bit, and then it's obvious that it's artificial, but from a distance or a casual glance, it looks pretty real. Right, and people have prosthetics also. I just had a thought... Mm-hmm. If we get to the end of this campaign, we're all still alive. We should all eat the witch drug cookies and go to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. All right. I'll start writing that fucking scene right now because I feel like I'm going to need the whole rest of the campaign to get that right. <laughs> Grant would 100% be down for that. Mm, I will withhold comment. <laughs> so. Uh, the three of you can load up into Emery's minivan and drive down to Disneyland. Because, like, I, I assume you don't want to attempt a teleport. No, that would, um... There's no designated parking spot for that. I mean, it would be <laughs> nice to not have to pay for tickets to Disneyland, but... But you do run the risk of, like, depositing Magpie in the mountains or something. <laughs> well, yeah, that is an issue. Heaven forbid, up in the desert by herself. Oh, God, that would be awful. Yeah. Do you, uh, 
What sort of conversations would you like to get up to on your way down to Disneyland? Fuck. How do I talk to my friends? I don't know how to do this. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. So you guys want to start a podcast? (laughs) 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 So have you ever heard of a podcast? No. Um... Man, were podcasts like capital A, capital T a thing in 2012? Yeah. Oh yeah, they were a thing. Like my yeah. brother, my brother and me has been going on since like 2009 or something like that. Tragic. I don't know if you all are uh, big Disneyland fans or anything, but did you see anything that you actually wanted to do uh, last time we were there? I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to anything but work, so... Well, luckily for you, I have an itinerary. No, I... God. Roxanne would never make an itinerary. If you actually say that, Emery will just, like, give you a look, like, don't even joke. What? Can't I, can't I, can't a girl be prepared for once in her life? Oh, she, she, she absolutely could, but, but we know you, Roxanne. A girl, yes. That girl, no. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this. I invite my friends out for a nice day at Disneyland, and I get called out like this. But we're not, we don't, we don't love you any less for it, but we, we don't have, uh, high expectations for your, uh, scheduling tendencies. Okay. 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 Now I'm going to have to figure out a way to become like organized. (laughs) Okay, okay. (sighs) Margaret would be so proud of you. How dare you say I'm not organized? I'll show you organized. (laughs) How do I organize? Google's how do I organize? (laughs) Grant, how do I organize? (laughs) Fuck if I know. Shit, wrong person. Emery, how do I organize? No, wait, damn it! Uh, I mean, there's just, there's a lot to do. I mean, surely you've thought about going to Disneyland at some point. And you live here. Yes, but we're, um, we're, we're a little too busy for that most days. (sighs) Fair enough. The job down there. It's the first time we've been there in... And they look back at Magpie, and she says, six years. And they turn back and shrug and repeat, six years. Six years since you've been there for fun for, or for work? For, for fun. Well, today we're going to change that. Roxanne flourishes her phone and starts Googling a map of Disneyland. Okay. So what are we going to do then? 
There's so much, but what's the best place to start? We we cut down and kill kill the class traitor Pluto. <laughs> we could just walk around and just wander. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You called me disorganized though, so I had to I had to make a show of it at least. <laughs> so the uh, three of you roll up to Disneyland, stand in line for a while to get tickets, buy them, and get in and just start cruising down Main Street. Magpie immediately demands funnel cake. Roxanne was prepared for this occasion. And by prepared, I mean she just, like, has money, you know? (laughs) And what's she going to spend it on? More instruments. So after Magpie has her mountain of funnel cake, you all can just sort of wander around. Have a good time. I love having a good time. It's one of my favorite things to do. I had fun once, and it was (laughs) all. What an in-character Steiner thing to say. (laughs) So, partway through the day, you wind up wandering up to Toontown, and Little Miss Magpie wants to ride on the train. Little little tiny child's train. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, it's it's too big for all of you, so the the two adults will have to just rest their feet for a while. I've gotten extremely used to walking around after uh, multiple. Well, okay, I guess mo- two of them were just riding. Well, all three of them were just riding, but still, being uncomfortable for large periods of time, I've gotten used to it. Yeah. You're not, like, exhausted. You've had much longer treks. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the two of you just put your feet up while Magpie rides around for a while. Awesome. It's kind of weird. I've known you... I've known the both of you for a couple months, and I feel like I don't know anything about either of you. Well, there's, uh, there's n- not not much to say about me. Is that at least not that you haven't already heard? Is born in New York, got uh, got mixed up in the Ravens, worked under Way for five years, asked to get moved out here, and I've been out here for the last fifteen years. Yeah, I've definitely heard those things before. <laughs> how do how do you meet Magpie anyway? She was here when I arrived. She was already part of the cell. So then there were other people here, too? Yeah, it, uh... I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's, uh... The the team has changed character over the years. And they get... They got... They got a real unhappy look at having to say that. Is this one of those things you'd rather not talk about? Because I'm, I'll drop it. Uh, it's this. This is maybe one of the most difficult places in the in the country to work for us. The desert, notwithstanding, uh. 
the the counties down here are they're all so busy. The um people come, people decide it's too much and leave. And quite often people don't survive. Yeah. I uh I get the impression. Magpie always I... uh what? Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Magpie always uh, makes me promise to come back in one piece whenever I uh, go out on those trips, you know? Yeah, she, um, more than anybody I've ever met, she has some kind of hang-up about losing people. I haven't really had the, the heart to ask her about it yet. There's, there's something there that messes her up really bad. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, not planning on uh, being one of those people if you catch my drift. Well, I think all of us would be a little heartbroken to lose you. Uh, I'm too tough for that. <laughs> they give you a light punch on the shoulder. Oh, I think it's broken. <laughs> oh, p- p- please. <laughs> anyway, you were going to say something? They uh, they get quiet for a minute and massage their leg. And they say, could I... Could I confess something a little unsavory to you? And, uh... You may be promised not to get mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, I owe you... I don't know what it is, but I owe you that much. On... On the one hand, I don't... I don't like having the DHEA be this active and competent just... just, just on principle. Right. But... But ever since Arius showed up here, God, it's been such a relief. I don't think that's a wrong thing to think, right? Like, even if there are five of us out here with obviously you and Magpie doing the bulk of the work, I mean, I'm not under any illusions to how this goes. I don't think it's wrong to enjoy the downtime that you can get, even if it's not necessarily from a good source. Yeah. It's... I haven't had a I haven't had a proper day to relax in maybe 10 years. At least a, a day that wasn't recovering from getting the shit kicked out of me up in the desert. Yeah, but but a day where I can where I get a call that something's shown up in the city and then before I even 
before we even get out there, I get another call saying the DHEA have already swooped in and caught it and caught, carted it off. Like, I hate that I missed it, and I hate that whatever it is is going to be held by them, but the fact that, that I can go home, I don't have to fight for my life, and I could just... I could just watch TV or make a pie. God, it's incredible. Yeah. Well... Like I said, even if it's not for from a good source, I think you deserve a day off as much as anybody. More than most people. More than a lot of people. You know, we actually got a call today. Yeah. I yeah. think it, uh... Crack of dawn. I got... I got a call from, uh... From Rosalind, actually. Uh, some sort of weird spider creature got sighted downtown and we laced up our boots and before we even got to Pasadena she called us back and said that uh, we didn't even need to bother coming yeah I don't know I really wonder if there's just a better way this could all go right like without having you two having to you know, grind yourself down to the bone to keep a bunch of people safe that and I know you know you choose to do it and all that but well we choose we choose to do it this way because we've seen what happens to people who make it their whole lives and I'm okay with making it my whole life. I didn't really have anything else to do before I joined up. Magpie's got her got her own reasons too, but she's she's also okay with basically making it her whole life. But you and your brother and, and Steiner, you've all got lives, and we want we want you all to live that. And if we, if we were sending you out every time we got a call, you wouldn't have those lives anymore. And we've, we've both decided that that's, that's not okay. And maybe that's, maybe that shouldn't be our decision to make, but we've made it. Yeah. Well... You know, someone did once tell me that, uh, you know, you have friends, right? You can always just ask for help. Even if you don't want us to make it our lives, you should still have a choice. And you shouldn't bite off more than you can chew for the sake of normalcy for us. And I get, I get that it's going to be like that for, I get that it's not, we're not going to go 100% one way or the other here, but I'm not sure what we do without you or what we do without Magpie or we're kind of a bunch of idiots, honestly, maybe not yeah. Dr. Steiner. Jeez, who would I, who would I even put in charge? Not me. Gosh, I think... 
I think Clara is actually first in line to take over. Yeah, and then who who would watch everything up there if Clara had to be down here? Yeah, no, and, and Harold would just be miserable without her around. I'm going to assume that's true. I'm going to be honest with you, I really don't understand what's going on up there. I don't really understand Harold either, but I know he's intelligent enough to miss people when they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that strikes true. I just mean, I get that you are been doing this longer and probably going to be doing this longer than us, but my life's not going to be normal if you don't, if you just decide to not let me in. My life's going to be weird no matter what. So let me do something with it. Sure, but you should have a life outside of the weird. Okay. I've got a life outside the weird, you know? I've got... You've got a girlfriend. Yes. Oh. Relationships aren't aren't really a, a a thing you feel like you can afford to have when you just do this. Yeah, well, maybe someone should do something about it then. I don't know. Maybe if we can get more people or something, but as it is now, this is this is how it's got to be so far as she and I are concerned. Well, consider my complaint lodged that I don't like it. Yeah, I will. I will submit it to HR. Thank you. Oh, hey, guess what? I'm HR. Shit. I know the the corporate structure of this whole organization is just it's at it's corrupt to its core. This is nepotism, isn't it? Uh, well, my, da- my dad doesn't run the company, so it's not full-blown nepotism. No, no, somebody else's dad runs the company. Do you have relatives in the business, I guess? No, no. Um, only child and... Mom, uh... Last mom to cancer about a decade and a half ago, and dad just. Dad's got his own little place back in New York. We talk sometimes on the phone. Does he know about all this? Yeah. Yeah, I. After mom went, I decided that he needed to know. I get it. I, uh. I don't tell him stories, because I don't want him to. I don't want to worry him worse than he. Hardy does. Yeah. No, totally. Sometimes I kind of wish my mom knew, but I don't I don't want to tell her cuz it's not just my decision to make even if I wanted to, right? Cuz there's the other one. Mm. Yeah. Plus, you know, she'd kill me if she found out that I was uh 
uh, off hunting terrible monsters for a living. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. She's, I think she still doesn't even know Grant has that tattoo. <laughs> you should send her a picture at some point. Oh, wow. Hold on. This. Do you think this happened chronologically after uh, Grant uh, or Steiner sent Roxanne that picture of Grant High? Oh, God. <laughs> he yeah, would not sure. have been shirtless. You can't see it unless yeah, he's not but, wearing a shirt. Oh, no. But. <laughs> you are still very obviously high as balls. Check out this picture that uh, that Steiner sent me. I think he gave Grant some of those drugs he got from the witches. Oh, Lord. Have, have you... <laughs> did you get uh, an opportunity to smoke with Margaret? No, no, um... I told you, right, that she made me punch her in the face? Uh... I don't think you told me it, it exactly that, but that sure sounds like her. I kind of wish I'd had I'd done the drugs, honestly. <laughs> well... They are, uh... They are really something special. You should you should ask Grant what he saw the next time you get you get to see him. Oh, trust me, I'm not going to let him live it down whatsoever. She rubs her hands together. God, I wonder if he had the presence of of uh, 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 of mind to ask them any questions. Hmm. I'm sure if he did, we'll find out. Actually, no. Scratch that. Grant doesn't tell anybody anything, so someone should ask him. He he does seem to be getting better about that, maybe? You're right. He did uh, come clean about that whole thing with... Uh... God, what's her name? Terira? Tarira, it's a weird set of syllables. Probably easier when you're used to speaking Elfish. <laughs> also about his gang affiliations. Oh, God. Mom would actually kill him if she found out about that. I just can't, like, I can't figure it out. I can't believe that my brother is in a gang. He's such a dork. It's his affect, aff, affectations are uh, are pretty punk. I I could see it. Yeah, but like, he's such a dork. That's that's fair. It's fair and balanced. <laughs> First chance to get Roxanne texts Grant. Grant Harrison, you are a dork. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? A dork. I know you are, but what am I? A dork. A dork. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Is this a happening dork. in the fucking group? Takes one to know one. Chat. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a Simpsons reference. I'm just getting like a big fucking wheel. 
<laughs> and I'm going to put like four quadrants on it. Just label one Simpsons, one Futurama, one Homestuck, and one Homestar. And then we're just going to spin it once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So Emery like slaps their hands on her knees. It's just, look, look at us. Fucking Disneyland being being all down like this. What's wrong with us today? Yeah, right. Magpie's gonna be pissed. Emery sort of fell to tears a little bit there in the middle. They've been cleaning them themselves up. And Magpie disembarks from the train and comes up to you and she looks at Emery, looks at you, and looks at Emery. She puts her hands on her hips. She says, Roxanne, did you make Emery cry? I swear to God. I will launch you into space. I literally don't doubt that you can do that. Emery, please back me up here. No, she did did not make me cry. I made myself cry. And no, I'm not going to tell you what about until later because we're supposed to be having fun right now. She says, fine, and throws her hands up in the air. Oh, enough sad stuff. Let's go, uh, let's go ride something. Something we can all three fit in. Let's go to Space Mountain. Hell yes. Uh, so with the heavy shit out of the way, the three of you just, you have a real grand time at Disneyland. You all get fucking Mickey ears. Roxanne gets, gets those pictures taken with the, with the, uh, Pixies at Pixie Hollow. Finally, the circle is closed. Finally. You you three, like, stay all day uh, and get to see the fireworks show at the end. Hell yes. I've never even gotten to see the fireworks show. It's, I mean, it's a fireworks show, but it's a fireworks mm. show. Yeah. Fuck, now I want to go to Disneyland. Damn, my broke gay ass. <laughs> Same. The, the three of you can drive on back home. Magpie falls asleep on the on the drive and Emery will pick her up and carry her up to bed. <laughs> uh, in the interest of coming for time, I'm just going to say Roxanne stays around long enough to say goodbye and uh, makes her way home. They give you a big old hug on your way out and say thanks for not getting mad. I could never be mad at you. My life has gotten so much better since I met all of you. How could I ever be mad? Well, you are just the sweetest. Yeah, well, don't let anyone else know. <laughs> uh, you got that tough girl image to keep. Look, at least until I open my mouth, I'm probably maybe a little intimidating. Maybe. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Good night. Good night. Did you fucking teleport home? Teleport straight to bed. <laughs> yup. Just fucking Roxanne just fucking yeets herself into her bed. 
All right. Grant Harrison. Yes. So, uh, uh, one day when I'm over at the, um, at the apartment complex, uh, I, Grant realizes something. So he goes up to Lolo and goes, Hey, Lolo, how well do you know the city? I mean, I lived here all my life. All right. Because I've been here like, Four full ass months, and I don't know a damn thing about the city. Could you like maybe show me around a little bit? Yeah, all right. Uh, you got something in mind? Uh, no, just surprise me. Show me, you know, some fun places. Like I know some good touristy places to work, but aside from that, I don't know anything about like where the fun is. All right, sure. Uh, what are you into? And and she's saying this as she's like packing up her stuff and getting her shoes back on. What are you into? You like you like museums? You like food? You like weird stuff? What are you into? Uh, let's start with like hmm, what what would be a good place to start with? I'm trying to think, I did not actually think that far ahead. Um, well, what is Grant into? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are the kinds let's, of things Grant would like to see? Where's some good places to, like, listen to some local bands? Not big, you know, everybody knows them, but, like, the local shit. Ah, you... You want the dive bars. All right, sure, we can start (laughs) there. All right. Two of you head back down to street level, and she hails a cab and directs you and uh, gives directions to this set of streets. I presume Grant's got a pretty good head for like memorizing street names, so you know that you're yeah. Headed- at, at, like, street street names are fine. Like most New York's mostly numbers, but there's some actual name streets there too. Yeah, but you're used to like navigating by streets, so true, true. Yeah, that. it'd be a thing you. I would assume you would just pick up instinctually after yeah. a while. Yeah. So you wind up going to this. Uh, it's still in downtown, but it's like the other side of downtown. Hmm. And uh, it's, it looks like a, uh, a couple of like smushed together houses. There's the sort of like, like long, thin houses that are like crammed together, super tight. Yes. Uh, And she takes you around back of the, uh, those units and down a set of stairs to like a big metal door she knocks on it and a uh, like a uh, one of those like little eye hole latches slides back and the, someone on the other side looks at the two of you closes the eye hole and then opens up the door he claps Lolo on the shoulder and says Lolo how you been and she's like yeah I've been alright we, uh, we got a fucking tourist over here wants to see the good stuff oh my god please do not describe me as a tourist that's the actual worst Oh, come on. You're you're always talking shit about you're not going to be here for a while. You're you're a fucking tourist, even if you've got an address. Fine. Yes. Okay. Just know that I do not like it. That's all. 
Uh, cry about it some more, why don't you? Anyway. Understand that when you go home tonight, I will be under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the, the guy in the door like makes way for the two of you to get in. And you are in like, like there's no there's no two ways to describe this. You are in an underground jazz bar. Ah, oh, yes. When you say underground, literally and metaphorically. Okay. Like the lights are super low. The people are talking quietly so as not to overpower the music. There is a stage and there is there is a jazz band down there just fucking going hog. Nice. Grant nods in approval cuz like he I have said that like he listen he listens to this, like harder stuff, but like he definitely appreciates jazz as well. The most punk-looking person in Los Angeles walks into a jazz bar. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the the two of you can find in like it's not a completely open table. There's a there's a couple other people sitting there, but there's like the place is pretty packed. You're not gonna get a spot by yourselves. The, the the two of you sit down with uh with the other people there and there's like a menu in the middle of the table and it's it's a bunch of like it's basically like bar food appetizer kind of thing yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna get like full ass meals down here of course not. order the buffalo fries <laughs> two of you could pick some out pick some stuff out she's gonna get uh something something alcoholic to drink I too. Do not drink alcohol, so I cannot make... Okay, fair enough. I actually had to look up what drink Grant would have brought to the party, because I'm, the way I did it was I literally googled girly drinks, because Grant does not give a shit about about gender roles. Waiter, your finest alcohol, please. So, um, Grant will order his usual strawberry lemon... Uh, strawberry lemonade vodka... There we go. Ah, this past blue ribbon is of a fine vintage. <laughs> <laughs> Garçon, bring me your, bring me your finest rolling rock. So there, there isn't actually like a waiter. Once you two figure out what you want, Imani goes up to the bar and tells the bartender what you want, and he, uh, the bartender, goes steps back into the kitchen to talk to somebody and then mixes up your drinks and uh, you know it's, you you could do drink for a while and then eventually and she keeps like looking over at the bar and eventually she gets signaled she goes and picks up your food and comes back with it alright I guess it's just like your standard bar die food quality yeah tastes, tastes yeah. good is definitely not good for you yeah, no, you you will <laughs> die if you eat this for three squares a day. Not before I stop being able to fit out my door. Uh, yeah, like I mean, Grant is... the raw sodium intake would just kill you. I think you would literally shit your kidneys out at some... Hmm. Uh, but Grant will definitely listen to this and it's like, this is definitely not what I had in mind when I, when I said, like place with good local music but i mean i am 100 percent glad that you did this i i i keep forgetting that jazz bars exist and i just like yeah well i mean this is just 
this is my favorite little music spot, but if you're, I don't know, what are you into? Like, you look like you're into punk, but I just, I figured that might be an aesthetic thing. I didn't know if that extended to music it's, tastes. It's a little, like, I'm a little bit into punk, but I mostly like the aesthetics. Um, I'm more into, like, you know, heavier stuff, like metal or hard rock. Uh, just as long as it's not, like, the fucking Partridge Family. It's just, no. Yeah, all right. Uh, you know, we could actually turn this into like a music tour of the city. That sounds great, actually. I guess there's places not... like this of like just about any genre you can think of. Nice. Yes. Let us. Let's do that. Actually, that sounds great. I guess, I'm guessing we will not drink at every one of them. Otherwise, we will destroy our livers. I don't. What? You've never been on a fucking bar crawl before? Not for a while. You know what? Let's, let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Bar crawl. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Bar crawl. Let's do it. Bar crawl. Let's do it. Clink. Clink. <laughs> See you. Uh, you know, you, can, you two can hang around in the, the jazz bar for a while. It becomes obvious at a point that the folks up on stage are, like, improving because they never stop. Yeah, that's what jazz is, like, 95% is, is just improv. Yeah, they're not they're not doing sets. They just like they improv until one of them gets tired and then they just whoever's tired gets up and walks off stage and then another person comes on to take their place and the song <laughs> winds up the song winds up morphing a little bit in in the presence of a new musician. Nice. It's 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 this weird like long-term amorphous flow that never <laughs> comes to a stop. After, I don't know, like like two hours down here, maybe? Hour yeah. and a half? Hour and a half sounds good. Yeah. Uh, two of you make your way out, and she says the next closest place is actually walking distance. Just head on down there. You know what? I am 100% okay with walking. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> New York boy over here. Yeah, I am. It's like... It's like four city blocks and you wind up at a fucking parking garage nice do you you go inside and you you go down you go down to like basement five and there's no cars down here but it's like a quarter of it is taken up by like a a crowd of people and you can you can hear it once you get down there. There's there's rap battles going on down here. <laughs> nice. Just just folks coming in and out spitting at each other nonstop. Grant is not drunk enough to participate, but also has absolutely zero flow, so he would have to be pretty drunk to, in the first place to participate. <laughs> But he will stand back and, like, enjoy listening to people just own each other. Yeah. And it's, there is, like, there is a gradient of skill, but the folks who lose, like, like, you know, once once someone fucks up or fails, there's the, there's the expected, oh, kind of nonsense. Yeah. But, like, but, like, nobody walks off, nobody walks out of the square. There isn't, like, a stage down here. It's just, Mm -hmm. like... 
it's it's people standing for the most part, and there's just like a couple milk crates when someone wants to sit down. But nobody like leaves the the arena it with a with a bad look on their face. Everybody down here is real good sports, even when they fucking choke. Nice. I will actually tell uh, tell Lolo like I I'm not going on there. I have no flow. So it's I'm, like a rap exhibition match, more <laughs> battle. Yeah, kinda. So, so you you stick around and watch maybe like two dozen sets before she like nods at the uh, the ramp back up to ground level. This is it. Right. Ready to go? Yeah, let's go. No, make Grant do a rap battle. <laughs> Roll for rap. Uh, <laughs> no, Nobody Grant has to actually. Colin actually has to no, rap in real no, time. No, 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 you do not want that. No. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, you really do not. My name's Grant Harrison, and I'm here to say I hate cops in a really bad way. I don't know how to <laughs> rap in a major way. I really, really, really hate the DHEA. You guys don't know what that is, so whatever. <laughs> Uh, no, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to let the new guy on stage. The question is, does Lolo go on stage at any point? Nah. Okay. Uh, the the two of you make your way back up to ground level, and she like crosses her arms over her chest and seems to think for a minute, and says, "Yeah, okay, that that's good. We'll go there next." And uh, she hails a cab. The two of you drive, and you wind up driving like a little, just like a little bit out of the city proper to like a small warehouse district. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you wind up having to hop the gate, hop the fence to get in properly. Don't tell a rabbi, but I literally just told him I don't do this for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and she she wanders around for a while, and you feel like you know. If you didn't have such a good head for, for direction, you feel like you might be at risk of getting lost in here because the warehouses give way to shipping containers, and it is arranged kind of maze-like. All right. But eventually you find a, uh, a spot where the containers have been, like, arranged into kind of a semicircle. And now you find yourself in your element because the the containers have been arranged into like a sound stage, and there is there is a metal band. Just nice going ham back here. Grant will headbang, and he is very good at headbanging. Also, carries a lighter on him for the slower songs, and that's the only reason he carries a lighter. Sure, sure. What the. Metal really has that many slower songs that are later yeah. worthy, but the, it it does slow down occasionally, and and there yeah. are multiple bands, and they they will swap out occasionally. You, you stay here longer than you did with the other two because you did express that this is your jam. Yes, as long as they're like not fucking destroying their throats when singing, I cannot stand like in real life. I cannot stand black metal. There's. There is one of that. Ah, uh, Grant rocks a little less hard to that one. She <laughs> Lolo elbows you in the ribs a bit. Uh, no, like it's it's still good. It's just like black metal, not really my thing. 
Grant headbangs, but sadly. <laughs> a solemn headbang. <laughs> uh, it's, you, you stick around there for like like a good three and a half hours. And, and it is, again, just like a constant stream of bands coming in and out. All right. And then uh, as you work the maze backwards to get out of the the warehouse district she says how do you feel about like house music like electronic stuff sure yeah let's do that bitchin bitchin so she calls another cab and the two of you actually go off to you know what let's go all the way here you go to bel air irl i've been to bel air once place is posh as fuck <laughs> no homes. There's a Bel Air, Maryland, and I don't know like how posh it is. Okay, well, I went to Bel Air once for work. We did a job at an honest-to-God mansion. There was a person who worked for that family. Their entire job was to drive a golf cart to ferry people from the front driveway to the backyard because that was a thing you reasonably needed to have to get between those two spaces in a good amount of time. Uh, Grant will make at least one uh, bougie fuck comment at some point then. And you do wind up in like, it, it isn't a, a mega mansion, but it is, this is a rich person's house. And there is like, Lolo does have to pass some pass some cash to a dude at the door in order to get the two of you in. But the inside there is I mean it's it's a house party, but someone is like cooking up some like fucking math rock live on stage. <laughs> That's so like Grant for a second I thought you were going to say a different kind Grant of Grant does not Grant does not know how to compute the math rock. It's just like she can she can tell that you are struggling and she, <laughs> she elbows you and says, "All right, time to expand your horizons, city boy." Listen, I expand my horizons plenty. I just think that the fucking Partridge family sucks. Uh, what's wrong with that? Not even talking about that. I'm talking about it's time for you to learn something new. All right. Sure. Math they're not like they're not rapping equations Colin. I, I math know rock, math rock is a genre I know I'm just listen if we've been drinking at the places we've been going to Grant might be a little more than a little drunk by now <laughs> there have been drinks of varying qualities at each okay. of these venues okay at, at the fucking uh at the fucking rap exhibition she just had to like wander over and ask for a a shot from a bottle someone had on them (laughs) but there there are proper drinks at this party yeah I need to uh, fucking look up math rock real quick I think math rock is the villain in the next Doctor Strange movie (laughs) (laughs) okay so he was supposed to be a horror movie he would find it weird at first, but then he would kind of get into it by the end. 
Right it would on. take it would take basically almost the entire time that they're there, but by the end he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I can get it. And Lolo at one point will actually like like duck over to the stage and grab a business card. And it's like she she comes back and gives you one and there's a fucking SoundCloud address. Oh, nice. I will check that out when I get internet access at home again. So it's it's pretty dark by the time the two of you leave. As you're wandering out, she says, Alright, so how about something to cool down? Yeah, like you got any ideas on that one? How do you feel about lo-fi hip hop? Sure. Yeah. Expand my horizons. Why not? Uh, so the the two of you, uh, again, hail a cab back into downtown LA. Mm-hmm. And you uh you go into one of the one of the skyscrapers. Yeah. And uh it's it's one of the ones that isn't owned by one particular company. It's one where like every floor or two floors is a different firm. Right. And you take it all the way up onto the roof. And when you get up onto the roof, there is like there's some kind of party going on up here. Hmm. Lights are like low and soft colors. There are drinks being served at a bar that looks like it was set up here. It's the kind of thing that is torn down every day and reassembled every day. Sounds like a pain in the ass, but okay. <laughs> There's chairs and uh, like bean bags and shit strewn about on the roof, and there is again a stage that seems to have been assembled live, and shit seems to be powered by like gas generators that are shoved off in the corners. But on stage, there is. Uh, there's one, one or two people. It, it changes over the course, but there, there is mixing going on. It's just this constant, like, lo-fi, like, super chill hip-hop going on. All right, yeah. I don't know if you, Colin, are into the lo-fi hip-hop scene. No, but I think Grant would be. Like, just, uh, I, I, I know enough about it that, um, that, it's not my jam, but I think Grant Grant would probably that get into that faster than he would the math rock, to be honest. Right, yeah. A two of you can just like find a couple bean bags and get some drinks and then just like chill out until it's it's dark by this point. Mm-hmm. And it's never like dark dark. Because you're in the middle of a city. So you're not even yeah. gonna see the stars. But no. y- y'all can chill out until like fucking midnight or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so while we're chilling out, I'm going to be, I'm going to look over at, uh, Lolo and say, this was good. This was fun. Thank you. Yeah, this ruled. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gone touring like this in a while. I really should be doing this more often. Well, I mean, it's not every day that some dingus from New York just drops into the city and asks you and asks you to show him around. Yeah, yeah, I guess there is a bit of a dearth of tourists in my life. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I meant that I managed to be at least one of them for you, so. And, sh- and she'll just, like, settle back down. All right. 
And then after a while, I go like, what time even is it now? She'll pull out her phone and check it and say, quarter to one. Jesus, late. And that's how these things usually wind up going, especially when you end here. This, uh, this is a real good place to just zone out. Yeah, this is a real good place to zone out. I sh- we should probably get home, though. What, you got shit to do tomorrow? I don't know, knowing my fucking luck, I'm some weird-ass thing's gonna crawl out of the sewers, and Emery's gonna be like, hey, Grant, we got a thing. And I'm gonna be like, okay, hungover and not operating on a lot of sleep, but I guess. Ah, gotta go be a responsible adult. I know, it sucks. Being a responsible adult sucks. <laughs> all right, all right. And she'll <sighs> pick, pick herself up out of the beanbag and return her glass to the bar. Yeah, same. <laughs> Two of you can take the elevators back down to street level. Yep. And uh, so you said, we said you said we're downtown, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't live too far from here. I can be like, listen, if you want to like, I don't know, not spend all night going back to to the apartment complex. I don't live too far from here. Uh, I mean, I don't live there, but I live farther from there. You know what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've got enough. Right. I've got enough in me to walk a few blocks. All right. Uh, well, um, I've got a pet weasel, so don't be surprised if he. He's probably asleep by now, but like, don't don't be surprised if you see him. All right. So. He's adorable. He only has one eye. I made him a couple eye patches. It's great. You are just about the weirdest person I ever met. You know that? <laughs> Listen, I couldn't say no when I. Okay, it's a long story. I'll tell you when I am more sober to tell it, and also less tired. Yeah, sure. I will look forward to it. All right. So I will uh, lead her up to my apartment, and I uh, I go, okay, I'm gonna be the good guest and give you the she option fuck- of- She fucking yeets herself onto the couch. Okay, okay, I was gonna give you the option of sleeping on the bed, but, uh, good night. Yeah, night, Harrison. And right before, uh, Grant opens the door to his bedroom. He stops and he turns around and he goes, Hey, Lolo? Yeah? Did I kind of accidentally ask you out on a date? Do you want to have accidentally asked me on a date? That is... a weird question to ask me, considering some stuff, but... I mean, I don't, I don't think it would be hard. Uh, no, no, it's, it's, um, it's a whole thing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm demisexual, so, uh, doesn't really come into my brain much, but you know what? That ain't got, Fu- that ain't got nothing to do with romance. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Come on. But, yeah, you fuck can, it. You can date and not fuck, idiot. Uh, yes, I am aware that happened to me at least three times. So, yes. Yes, let us 
let this have accidentally been a date. Cool. It was a date. Awesome. Nice work. Congratulations. You did it. I'm proud of you. We're all going to be so proud of you when I tell everybody else tomorrow. Okay. All right. Good night. Yeah, good night. (laughs) And Grant goes to bed. As you you close your bedroom door, you hear her muttering something about, uh, and Monty is going to give you so much shit. Alright. I'm gonna say this out loud now. Yeah. It's nice to see that being a disaster runs in the family. <laughs> uh so I know that I had a couple of failed rolls this session. Did anybody level up? No. No. I got pretty close. I'm good. Alright. So uh Next session is another hunt. This is going to be the second weirdest hunt I have planned for the whole thing, I think. It's uh, Have we done the first one? Have we done the first yeah, weirdest that, yet? That was the that was the witch party. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, no. This is uh this next one's going to be a weird one. I've been plotting it out for a while. Oh, son of a bitch. I should have asked. I don't know why you were asking me. So, because you said witch party. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. I'm sorry Is you had though? to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs>